Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. Hi, welcome to another episode of I Can Help a Podcast featuring me, Joe Daniel Montalongo, and Paige, the podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm my own podcast. <laughs> it's Paige, the podcast. Are oh. we all? Yes, it's true. Welcome back to our special guest star season of... Extravaganza. I Couldn't Help a Podcast, season five. Um, we are joined by Tawny. Say hello. Hello. Do you want us to release your entire government name, or is Tawny fine? Tawny is fine. I don't want anybody to find me. That's oh, fair. okay. So she will not be doing promos at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I'm the same way with like at work with my business cards. I see my last name on it, and I was like, "Can you take that off?" Oh, I'm like uh, specifically Montelongo M, as in Montelongo. <laughs> Oh, as in, oh my god, it's Joe Daniel Montalongo. I mean, but how many times have you been, like, followed from your place of work by, like, strange people? Yeah, Yeah, that is a kind of girl thing, I think. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Women's problems. I'm sorry. I thought this was my show. (laughs) I thought we were going to talk about me and my interests and how I feel about these girls. How do you feel about... Me going through them. <laughs> I'm sorry that you feel bad that I made you feel bad. Oh, you sound like a certain that. character we're going to talk about. <laughs> Whose name we don't know. That is a fair point, though. My uh, name tag at work has my full name, and I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah. What if somebody gets pissed off at me? They're going to, like, track me down and keep my car or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can you at least change it, like, partially? Like, can you put Roberts? <laughs> like, it's close enough. Right. You know, like someone will believe it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, are you Julia Roberts' daughter? It's <laughs> the hair, isn't it? <laughs> I, yeah, I actually had to change my name at a job once. Because somebody put, hey, I'm looking for this person and my name is pretty, my first name is pretty unique. So I was the only person at that job that had that name. And they were put an ad in Craigslist Misconnections <gasps> saying I was live chatting with Paige. I'm looking to find out like where she lives because I think she's really nice and I really want to like go out on a date with her or something like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to get axe murdered. Yeah. So I changed my name. That's fair. Yeah. That is so scary. Yeah. The privilege is real and I'm recognizing it mm. because I literally had to put my last name on our forums on at work. Because everyone else has a last name, except for me. Mine was just Joe. And I was like, can you put Montalongo? They're like, why? I was like, so people can look me up, find my brand, see my short films, see my Twitter handle, see my Instagram handle. What do you mean? And then I, I am aware of it, but I'm never, like, in tune to it. Because I'm like, oh, here's my life and here's how I'm living my journey. And so right now, where you're just like, um, no, that's dangerous. Don't do that. I'm like, but why? Oh. Yeah. Some people have to look after themselves and not just their brand. Yeah. When we uh, first started this podcast... Joe and I didn't talk about this at all. And so we started it, and he just threw our names out there, and I was like, I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> I'm sorry. We could have ended it. I'm, I'm so like, sorry. No, take two. This yeah. is literally just how I am with any single person. I was like, here's who I am. Here's my social security, and here's where you can find me. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get fired for and having this Not Safe for Work <laughs> podcast. <laughs> There's a short film that we did, and we used my house. 
And instead of just like a, oh, just like walk, like go to the balcony and just see someone knocking that way. Even if you're familiar with the area, you don't know which one it is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, I want a medium shot from back here. And I want you to be able to see the entire landscape. I want you to see the (laughs) stairs, the garage, this cute identifiable tree. And there's probably a street sign in the back. I want to paint this picture of this observatory that we're living in. I want want to have a establishing shot of the name of the apartment complex and then a very specific shot of the apartment number. <laughs> I think we included it. Also, if you could include my car and license plate, perfect. Yes. Just on you. I don't have any car. <laughs> oh, your poor car died. You guys hurt my feelings. I know you guys are talking about how dangerous it is to like be out there, but like you guys put up a real emotional trauma with me right now. And I'm not ready to go through all that. Okay, okay. sorry. Well, let's get into the episode then. <laughs> So this is season five, episode seven, The Big Journey. Um, the craptacular synopsis is Carrie heads to San Francisco for her book tour with Samantha in tow. Charlotte gets advice from her gay pal Anthony about hot sex that's in quotations. Ew. Yeah, also, Miranda stays home and eats ice cream and does nothing. Wait, is this big journey like a pun on Mr. Big? Like the big journey? I'm assuming. I bet it is. That's Yucky. fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can start with Miranda because she had one scene. Real quick. Um, <laughs> have you seen any Sex in the City before? No, but oh, I listened true. to several of your podcasts. Which ones? Oh, God. I'm mostly season one and two, to be honest. And then I kind of, like, I have a fear of commitment and kind of stopped. She was there from the beginning. She was there from the beginning. Or I wanted to be, like, that friend that supported it. And it was really easy because in the beginning it was, like, when I was moving. So I had something to do, like, while I was doing it. Mm -hmm. But I have, like, the attention span of a fucking squirrel. And so, like, I'll listen to it. And then I immediately just, like, need to do something else. (laughs) And so I like any podcast. Like, Sam will show me some and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know. And who is Sam? Oh, Samantha yeah, is my beautiful <laughs> girlfriend of a year and a half. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. And for the people at home, how do you identify? You're with a person right now. What's your uh, you feel comfortable? Identity is like a very fluid thing. And yeah. so I have a hard time like putting a label on it. Like some people are like, just identify as pansexual. But even that is like, mm, but do I really like like cisgendered men that much? Because I don't think I do. And then we'll like talk <laughs> about it. And I have a hard time. So for now, I just kind of stay queer. Because I don't. It's like so non-committal. But it still like gets the point across. Just like the queers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say something and I thought it was funny, but I forgot. And I'm going to take up everyone's time because I'm a male and I benefit from that privilege. Oh, that sounds Oh, right. instead of asking people um, their gender and sexuality, it's like, what privilege do you benefit from? That's what I want to know who you're about. That way I know what level I want to go in with you. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I'm a white woman, so I definitely have that white privilege. Like, you know. Especially, like, my mom works for Metro, like, the police department in Vegas. So if I get pulled over, like, I'm fine. Your mom's a cop. No, she is an accountant for the inmates. Your Um, mom's a cop. (laughs) Was she ever on Las Vegas Jailhouse? Because that was my favorite show. (laughs) I wish. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I hella wish. No, they wouldn't have shown her job, but that's so funny. But no, um, I definitely do that. Like, if I were to get pulled over, I feel like I would be totally fine. I wouldn't even get really nervous about it. All right, so let's get fucked like up that. in Vegas and just go join. <laughs> no. Can you imagine? Like, y- you have to be so bad to be arrested in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have time for you. Yeah, like, they have bigger fish to fry, honestly. Like, Dion, they're still trying to catch her. Like, it's crazy. There was one, <laughs> there was one episode of the Las Vegas Jailhouse, which was my favorite fucking episode. Because this motherfucker, <laughs> I'm sorry, this gentleman... Um, <laughs> I think 
it's one and the same. Hopped into a fountain, naked, refused to come out. <laughs> Been there. What's the problem? I don't get it. <laughs> so they arrest him and just basically wait for him. Like, they put him in a room. They don't even put him in a drunk tank. They put him in a room with everybody else, and they're like, you wait it out, pal. And then they just let him go. <laughs> Excuse me? It's Vegas. They have bigger fish to fry. He wasn't really doing anything wrong. Yeah. He just was hanging. I love this story. Yeah. Because yeah. now I feel bad. Did I tell you guys about the bane on the river? No. What happened? Um, so we were sitting at a famous sushi place downtown. It's very bad. The one that closed? Oh my God. Did it close? Yeah. How embarrassing. Drama. Um, so we were sitting on their balcony and it was late at night and we were all eating. And then there's like a bunch of bros across the river from the other side, kind of where Wild Creek is. Mm-hmm. And then... And then one of them gets, like, dared to streak across the river because it was when the river was super low, so you could, like, kind of walk or wade across it. Yeah. Um, And he did it, and we were all just, like, cheering him on. We're like, yeah, dude, get it, whatever, since we're all right there. Right, right. And then my favorite thing ever was to see him turn around and then see police waiting for him with his friends. Oh, no. And he has to make the entire walk back, and we're like, son of free! He didn't do anything wrong! He's fine! Did he get arrested? They had to take him away, but it was so ridiculous because the water was too low from where he started. So he was like covering his junk with one hand trying to get up and it didn't work. <laughs> so you saw him. Did he have go, to walk like down to one of no, the No, like, he had points? to use both hands. So oh, we no. saw the full everything and the police were there to help him up and he Fuck. kind of stumbled a little bit. So there was a little extra dribbling everywhere. And uh, we were like, he didn't do anything wrong. No. <laughs> and the police like took him. I don't know if he got arrested or not, but they... When they had a certain conversation. Like, when I first moved up here, that was like a big shock for me with Reno was that like when people were drunk in public, you actually got arrested. Like right. they would like yeah. hold you, like you said, yeah. they hold you until you were sober and then just let you go. They don't have time for it, but they just don't want you to kill anybody in the meantime. Right. Mm-hmm. And I come here and I remember like minors in consumption and like the MICs that cops would give out my freshman year. I was like, you don't give a fuck. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> and I also remember, like, I was at the river one day. I was, I was 21, which was good because that kind of got me out of it. But I was sitting there, and my license still says I'm from Las Vegas, so I had that excuse. And I'm mm-hmm. just, like, drinking fucking Mike hard something. Like, I'm just sitting by the river drinking, and this cop comes up on his, like, fucking bicycle. And he's like, <laughs> you can't drink here. And I was like, so dumbfounded. I was like, no, I'm downtown. Like, I can drink downtown. Because <laughs> I, I grew up in Las Vegas. So I have that, like, whole background but literally it didn't matter like they, they're just like whatever just don't kill anybody today please don't <laughs> waste my time by driving like please <laughs> like i'll be fine yeah that's so like one I'm of the ways you'll Vegas. actually get arrested is if you're driving drunk but if mm-hmm. they see you drunk if they see you drinking they don't care they don't just care. don't get in a car right and or don't so, get in a fight yeah fight's yeah. a big one yeah fight's so that was like a big like I don't understand right now. I thought you this were in mini Vegas. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. I'm learning so much about you <laughs> and about Vegas, yeah, which Vegas continues to be matter. the butthole of Nevada. Yeah, literally, it's like that staying fire that makes everybody like, mm-hmm. you can yeah. see my face, but I'm sure they could picture it. <laughs> yeah, they, they know. Uh, the funny part is that the open container law is in Vegas too. They just don't care. Mm-hmm. They really just don't. They have it, but they, they don't have the energy. Like, with the yeah. strip and, like, how they give those, like, giant uh-huh. things. Like, yeah, and you just walk down the strip with them. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. I do that at the rib cook-off. What's the difference? The rib cook-off the rib has cook-off. a blocked-off section. Gotcha. Yeah. Let you. Yeah. If you exit those. Same with the food truck Fridays. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. In that mm-hmm. yep. general Within area, that they're area. fine. But if you were to leave it with alcohol, you could get a ticket in a second. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we, we live in a fucking military state. <laughs> no, we don't, man. Can you imagine 
what happens in Iowa when you step outside of a bar <laughs> for like five seconds and they know that you've had half a cocktail. I like you to go to jail forever. That Iowa doesn't exist, and I never imagine myself going to Iowa. I'm still shocked that That's like fair. nowhere else in the country really has the hours that we do for drinking. Yeah. Like when I go visit my family in Montana, it's like okay, we have to go out at, at ten so we can leave by one and have a good night. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was in LA and it was like 2 a.m. and they came around, like all the bartenders came around. They're like, hey, you guys, just want to let you know that we're doing Last Call. And I'm like, that's cute. Like, we're in a movie or something? What are you talking about? What are you saying? It's 11.45. Yeah, and they're like, we're doing Last Call. Like, if you if you want a drink, this is the last time to order it. And I'm like, shut up. That's not funny. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? That's so cute. Like, what? yeah, okay, action. Like, I'm in LA. Ashton Kutcher, where you at? Yeah, and literally they're like, no, we're closing. And I'm like, you're a bar. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, I'm so sorry. She's from Nevada. And they were like, oh. <laughs> Judy Greer just out. pops out. She's like, she's from Reno. It's from Reno. And then everyone else is like, oh. It's, I've always thought it was interesting that Reno had like a way worse stigma than Vegas did. Just yeah. because 45 minutes away is brothels, I think that's like the only thing that people give a fuck about. And like but the divorce and everything I'm, that people oh, yeah. here I'm for. I'm still shocked about it. Like people are like, oh, Reno, that's... Well, we still glamorize Las Vegas. Las Vegas is great, and then Reno's like the shitty Las Vegas. Yeah, so like, everybody. This is where they like drugs and I the would meth take is. Reno every fucking day. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. for sure. But uh, yeah, there's this huge. Well, and to be fair, Vegas was very family oriented in like the 80s and 90s, where it was like, yeah, bring your kids, and then you can gamble, and they can hang out at the pool or at the arcade or whatever. And now it is so. You bring your kids, and you're like, get the fuck out, get out of here, stop it. I would never trust my kids alone in Las Vegas. <laughs> This is why I don't have kids. I would if if I was a human trafficker, that's where I would go because who's paying attention? There's so many people. Mm-hmm. I almost got human trafficked in Las Vegas. I'm not even joking. Like that really happened to me when I was like 14. What the Ooh, fuck? Yeah, like because I would walk everywhere, and I lived in North Las Vegas, which like you walked in North Las Vegas. Thank you. You get it. Oh my so, god! Like at that time, Taking it, it was like hands. not. Pop it now. It looks like you know that's where the Richies are at. So now it's a little bit safer. But yeah, I would walk like everywhere all the time. Like I just like there's nothing to do, and so I would walk to my friend's house and stuff. And I had this friend, and this I was walking home because I had to be home by like whatever time, and I got like blocked off by this car, and it was like this car, no. then me, and then a gate. No. So I had the option, and he was telling me he was like, "Call me when you get a chance and stuff like that." Now, did I mention my mom works for the police station? Mm-hmm. So I knew what to do. So I was 14, and thankfully I had, like, one of those Razor flip phones. So I yes. just went, and I, like, typed out the license plate, and then I typed out the phone number he gave me, and I was like, yeah, I'll call you in 10 minutes. And so basically when he drove off and he said he'll come pick me up because I said, oh, I just got to tell my mom I'm going to stay at my friend's house, um, I hopped the gate, and I took, like, a back way, like, a hella, hella back way um, through, like, other complexes to get to my house because usually it's, like, you just go north for a little bit, and you turn right, and it's right there. And this time I went, like, zigging, dagging all the way all over the place so he couldn't find me. And I get home, and I give all my mom that information and then look up his license plate and all of that stuff and he was somebody that had recently just been like released for like the legal term of pimping so they're like yeah if you hadn't known to do that you would have been human trafficked like you were like gonna get kidnapped and killed it is so scary how efficient they are and now like god the mother fucking those people are using business women to like stand out and they're super pretty and super nice and like hey blah 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 are you interested in this thing like come contact us come join us actually like I have something in my car if you want to come see it 
And then they don't even lead you to their car. They're, like, walking out, and you mm-hmm. feel like you're going to a populous area. Mm-hmm. And so they get you slightly away, and another car will pull up and kidnap you. And now they're it's fucking bonkers. on the university campus. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. Walmarts? Like, there's so Walmart. much happening I was Walmart so alone. scared to go to Walmart for, like, months on I end still because don't of go those alone. people. Yeah, yeah, I do, but also I'm like, eh. There's um, a mutual friend of ours in her stand-up. She like gestures to herself and she is like six two and a little bit like on the larger side and she's always like if you drug this you have to drag this so no one's gonna do that (laughs) and i'm like that's fair i'm pretty safe because i'm only moderately attractive and too heavy to carry so i think i'm all right (laughs) that's so scary i'm so sorry for y'all it's rough yeah it's rough being pretty yeah. It really is being pretty. But you know, they don't really give a fuck if you're pretty or not. They just care about, like, the body part that they want to stick their stuff into you, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. It's all it's ever been. That's how, you know, it's that's worse like... when you're pretty, but, like, they also, I think sometimes they're, like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Speaking of white male privilege, let's get back to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're done talking about the heavy stuff. Now that, yeah, now that we're... Did you know we were going to go there? Because I didn't know we were going to go Human trafficking, you're welcome. Yikes. I can't even create, like, a funny little thing for this to be in the bio. Like, we joke about human trafficking. <laughs> no, no, no. No, we can't. Women share no. tragic life stories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's ever me and you in a room, I think people are prepared that that's what we're going to be doing. Let's just go trauma. <laughs> Uh, Could we start a podcast called Trauma? Oh God, starring my whole life. <laughs> and we're just like, okay, are y'all ready? It's about to get deep. So tell me about blank, 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 and then we just have to go. Like at that point, I'd be like, spit out an age. Let's go. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna need an age and a season. That's no. That's what I want is a tiny roulette wheel. So we're just like, okay. 14 women trafficking. Trauma. We'll do a size podcast. Like, this one isn't about sex in the city. This is about specifically Tawny's life. You still don't get to know her last name. No. It's similar to Robert's. That's all they know. I mean, they know a lot about you. You're North Vegas. They know your mom's a cop. They know everything you did. They know where you lived. You just head right up and then you make a left. Trust me. Listen, North Vegas is like a Reno-sized four street. That's disgusting. That's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. actually so accurate. It hurts me. And Neil Road. Neil Road and Forest Street. If they, they interconnect. Oh, I was like, wait, do they meet? No, they don't. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying trash level. <laughs> that's how, like, my my sister accidentally got into North Vegas because she was looking for something else. And I was like, where are you? And she's like, my map says North Vegas. And I was like, get out, get out. Get out. I'm like, It's gotten, like, hella gentrified, so there's less concerns unless you're mm-hmm. northeast now. That... Oh, now that quadrant. Okay, mm-hmm. avoid that quadrant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just That's a, the rules yeah, part. You can probably just What? Your trauma. That's going to be me at the bar when I'm, like, drunk. And then I'm just talking to whoever. And I'm like, okay, listen, Katie. What's like, your privilege? My name's what's your trauma? <laughs> what's your privilege and what's your trauma? Okay. No, your colors, like, no, your fabrics. how much time you got because I got a lot of both. Like, <laughs> yeah. Also, if it gets too heavy, I'm going to need you to bring me a drink. I'll always That's buy you a drink. <laughs> what? Your trauma! <laughs> What's your tequila? Let's let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an age. <laughs> and a season, please. <laughs> 13 summer. Reposado <gasps> only. <thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make a couple episodes of this and it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and I will be drunk. 
Nobody else has to be Can drunk. Can we do it? I will let's, be. No, let's let's like get shitty and just talk about it. Like that, I will make a wheel. I have. We don't have to make resources. it a podcast because we always say this is so much fun. But listening to drunk people on a podcast, I have. We a lot could of just fun. do it for like that's a friend fun. exercise. They don't. I think included. that's great. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's record it, and if we decide we want to release it, then we do. And if we don't, we don't. Perfect. Perfect. I'm gonna release it anyways. Okay. okay. <laughs> I consent. I'll sign the waiver. All right. Perfect. Good. <laughs> Let's get into what? Yeah, <laughs> that was all the cold intro. That was all the cold intro. <laughs> um, <laughs> we didn't even start. We, started we haven't even started yet, and it has been 20 minutes. Oh you know, no! Every podcast I've listened to you guys, like you'll we get just... off topic, but it's never been this bad. So I don't know if you're welcome or I'm sorry, but maybe both. I think there's been. <laughs> I think there was one episode where Neil clocked us, and he was like. Your Just opening you was know. 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then you talked about the episode for 15. I was like, yeah, we got all the red mics out right to, be- to begin with. It was a shit episode, Neil. Yeah. There's nothing Neil. we can do about it. Neil, if you're listening, this one sucked. All right. And now he's the only <laughs> one who listens to everything. And now he has to listen to all of them because he, before he was like, I was just listening to your openings and whenever I start talking about the show, we would just, I, he would just mm-hmm. cancel or. Yeah, he would just, like, yeah, once we started talking about the episode, he was just, he just, like, bowed out and stopped listening. And so now we integrate it in different ways, so you get fun the entire way around. And it's so fun, because now we're just like, let's make this a test. Let's make this a test to see if Neil is still listening. (laughs) And then the next day that we release it, he well, he's, we are in a group message on Facebook, and he'll send us a thing, he's like, I heard what you just said about me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, he's listening! Oh, he still cares! He's our number one fan, and I love him more than anything, because, okay, Sex in the City podcast. Yeah. Okay. White queer man and a queer Latinx male. Okay, cool. <laughs> Talking about sex in the city and everything that it comes with in relationship drama. Who is the fan base for that? Not Neil. Neil. <laughs> not Neil. Yeah, definitely not Neil. Neil is a straight white man who is living a pretty good life. But you know what? He loves podcasts and us, so <laughs> it works. I've never met him, but I feel so much admiration for that man. You should. He's, He's so perfect. great. Yes, you should. He hyped up my nude when nobody else was there for me. <laughs> You didn't fucking send it to me, or I would have. And then I did. I accidentally said it, showed it to everyone. Was it the, it was the basic instinct nude? No. I'll show you right now. I'll hype you up on this podcast. Well, it was so funny, because we were talking about it a a while ago. Wait, I hell remember now, because I didn't get it, and then you tweeted about how he was the only one that got it. Mm -hmm. I remember. Did I send it to you then? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm included. I do always appreciate your news, but I didn't appreciate the artistic value in which you were looking for. Thank you. So That's thank you, I'm Neil, happy. for taking the ropes on that. <laughs> and then we were here, and then I showed Paige, because Paige was like, I didn't see it. And I was like, oh, well, I have to show Paige. Mm-hmm. And then we were telling the story to Ryan, roommate Ryan, and then Ryan was like, I didn't see it. And then I showed Ryan. And he was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, great. And then I think out of that, oh, and then Katie saw it too. And mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't know I was going to show my, show my dick to Katie. That's not what I thought I was going to do. But she cool. She's it's cool. Fun. She can hang. And she told me I could hang. What's up? <laughs> and then I think Aiden and Wendy saw it too. And I was like, well. Whatever. This is how it starts. It's good. One time I said at a gay bar, that was my only conversation piece. I was like, do you want to see my nude? And I was like, of course we do. We're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, good. In fact, it's make me feel good about myself. I'm going to see your nude and then we can make out. No, and then it left. Because I was like, mm, I don't want to hang out with you guys. You guys are poor. That's fair. <laughs> That's why we never hang out. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Miranda. Miranda. Okay, so what Miranda, does Miranda do? nothing. She does Absolutely the hashtag most relatable thing. Nothing. Are you joking? Like that was the best part of the, the fucking episode. She just puts her feet on the table, snacking on chips, drinking a beer, and she's like, I don't fucking care about your problem. And I'm like, I get it. I want the spinoff show to see where Miranda is now. I want to see how much she's accomplished. She's Even if it's it a, running for Senate. It's a. I would love it. <laughs> and in that show, she would win. 
Yes. She would win. Okay, no, she was in Hannibal. Yes. Cynthia Nixon was in Hannibal. What? She was in Hannibal. Okay. I'm convinced because I see the color palette and that's the only show that it would match is what I'm thinking. But I would have loved to see her like in Scandal. Mm-hmm. And I would have loved to see just like, even if it's not Miranda Hobbs that we're following, I would have loved to see a Miranda-esque character. That, the TV show, not the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. My bad. Please assume that if I'm ever talking about Hannibal or Dr. Hannibal Lecter or anything that has to do with that, it is always specifically about the show. Okay. Fair enough. Unless I'm like, oh, (laughs) Jodie Foster. And that's how you'll know. I left to look at roommate Ryan's collection. That's how dedicated I was to being like, what? She was on that movie? I think I'm... I can see her in it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm not going to admit to it, but, like, I can see it. <laughs> but I would have loved to her. No corrections corner for her. you. <laughs> I would have loved to see her as a Miranda character, kind of in Scandal, or one of those, like, political shows, or House of yes. Cards. It might have been House of Cards. No, it wasn't House of Cards. But I would love to see her in there and kind of see what she's doing. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun for me. Fair enough. Um, since Carrie and Samantha are sort of tied, do you want to go to Charlotte? Let's go to Charlotte. Okay. I'm going to go to Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte um, gets served her divorce papers by Harry, who's one of the partners in the firm that she's getting her divorce through. And he comes and he's so sweaty. Apparently, oh, he's it's so sweaty. And Harry, but not on his head. Yeah, his name's Harry, and he's Harry. I don't know what <laughs> his hair head. That's his so, so unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> and. So he, yeah, so he has her sign the divorce papers, and then she says, mm, I'm thinking about selling the apartment. And he's like, we just had a fucking custody battle over this apartment. But okay, go off, like, you <laughs> know, you if you, if you want to know about an apartment that's subletting soon, like, I know of one. And she was like, oh, okay, yeah, let me know. So he takes her to this apartment, which is a total, like, did you guys ever see Down With Love? No. No. Okay. But well, it makes me think of a 70 porn, 70s porn set. Yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't like how that transported you. That was not fun to witness. <laughs> that took I, was her like, places. I saw yes. your flashback and I unsubscribed. I skipped that scene. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. Well, in Down With the Love, Ewan McGregor's character has a swinging 60s bachelor pad. Oh. That is the equivalent of, like, if he had be- still remained a bachelor... And then took it to the 90s. This is what his apartment would look like. <laughs> Train spotting. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> also, mm-hmm. Ed McGregor, not yes. a huge penis, rocks it with confidence, gives us hope. When did you see his penis? Oh, man, we've seen it several times. We saw it in that movie where he played a rock star, because he gets naked right on stage. I, I can't remember things right now. But yeah. I just checked, and Cynthia Nixon was in Hannibal four episodes. Perfect. I was right. <laughs> um, and we saw it a couple other times, and like it's, it's not a lot. Okay. But she's doing the most, you know? Okay. And I'm like, you know what? Much I just, love. I just think he's charming. This is what happens when you're a demisexual is that you're just like, oh, you're super cute. He I don't know if is I'm charming. To you yet. Like, let's give it a month. I couldn't <laughs> say that I'm a fan of any of his movies, like a big, huge fan, or that I'm a fan of him. But anytime his name comes up, I was like, I want the best for him. Mm-hmm. I wish he's doing really, really well. He is the best in Down With Love. You and he's going to be in Dr. Sleep, which is going to be so cool. In what now? Dr. Sleep. It is the sequel oh, to The Shining. Yes, yes. I thought you I said Dr. Slave. Yeah, I thought you said Dr. Slave, too, and no, I was honey, like... that's me and you later. Oh! <laughs> if I'm the slave, that's Don't what Don't make promises you can't mm-hmm. keep. I only make promises I can't keep. Have you ever watched Promises, <laughs> Promises? 
promises, 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 promises. <laughs> What's that? I'm getting a little tired of your broken promises, promises. <laughs> <laughs> they were picking up open window. You're welcome. So the swinging bachelor pad apparently works because she ends up having sex with Harry. That's what made me so mad. It wasn't the fact that she had sex with him. I love it. And I know what comes up with this. So I, I'm glad it's very, it, I'm glad it worked. Mm-hmm. But I'm mad that I was like, no. Don't fall for this, Charlotte. Ew, this is disgusting. But this is the thing is that we know we know Harry. We know what happens later. We know that they get married. So you know that he's actually really, like, sincere in this. Yes, but we know that from watching it now. True. I think had I been watching this as it aired, I would have been like, Charlotte, stop. Because, like, also in this show, they paint a picture of what's good and what's not. And so if you're kind of on their team and you want what's best for them, you kind of want what they want for themselves. And then to see someone like Harry, you're like, oh, and then he's introduced and he's like sweaty and like too abrasive. Like, and he's like, I want to have sex type. with you. I want to like, I want, I think of only your lips all day. We'd be like, no, this is skeevy and weird. Yeah, his approach is a little sketch, but I do quite love that like this person that you guys were saying was very like prudish and like traditional quote unquote mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just fucking let her freak flag fly. Like, yes, girl, yeah. you get it. Like, She's I don't agree with your choices, her, yeah. but, like, like choice in person. But that's not up for me to decide. Like, you're having fun. You're getting yours. You said it was great sex. Like, that's what I want for you. So, like, I was, like, watching it, like, oh, God, like, gross. And especially, like, you are right, like, his coming on. Like, I was like, that would not. Like, I would be like, you think about my lips all day? Like, you're fucking weird. Yeah. Like, think about something else. Like, do you have a job? Like, do something with your life. Like, I don't know. And so, I didn't agree with it, but she was, like, stoked on it. And she's, like, thinking about friends with benefits, which would not have been, like, a character trait before. And I'm, mm-hmm. like, yes, girl, do you. I know we, like, they get married later on, which is, like, apparently on brand for this bitch. But, like, mm-hmm. in this moment, I'm, like, get it. Well, th- and that's why it works. And that's why we were all surprised when we first saw it. Mm-hmm. And then also excited because we are like, oh, shit. He was able to break down what she what her like ultimate fantasy was that she got and didn't work for her and that he was able to bring like hey that's not what it's about but if you want someone who loves you but if you want someone who's gonna take care of you if you want someone who's gonna like be there in the ways that you need them to be well and here's the thing with charlotte is that she's just getting out of divorce Mm -hmm. she literally just signed the paper he literally dropped off the paper (laughs) yeah he dropped off the paper to her and there is something about ending a relationship signing divorce papers where you just your brain switches into what is the exact opposite Mm. of what just happened to me she had the perfect marriage the perfect husband not so perfect dick and it didn't work out for her and so she's going (laughs) and she's going to go for the guy who isn't good looking the guy who isn't a little bit cold to her he's giving her everything that she thinks she was missing in her marriage so he is the perfect rebound for her exactly what she goes for and because it's so not her Mm -hmm. which i can absolutely say from personal experience that is what happens and it benefits after a divorce and it benefits her as well Mm -hmm. like didn't benefit me so well but <laughs> it's it's a thing that happens sometimes a rebound is just a rebound it doesn't necessarily end in marriage and you know happy ending like with charlotte but i'm glad that she went for what the opposite of what she wanted because 
what she wanted wasn't real or accurate. Mm-hmm. Well, and she got somebody that, like, wanted her and, like, could get it to where she needed it, you know? Yeah. So that's great, like, and she can get past, like, the whole, her issues with him. Mm-hmm. And this episode has a lot of things to, like, body shame Harry. Yes. Which, like, I'm not a big fan of. And the way we've kind of communicated about him, it's in the context of how the show presents him and not necessarily how we feel. Mm -hmm. Or I could be speaking for me. I'm not trying to speak for you all. No, I agree with you. Um, But it was even great then, seeing how well it worked that they try to kind of paint this disgusting creature. And where I was like, yeah, but he's kind of cool. And he kind of, like, it's kind of working. Right. Do you think that their future was planned like from the get-go when we were introduced to harry or do you think like the reception was so good to harry that we just they were just like oh you know what i th- let's continue i think that the the um general consensus was very much like aligned with you tani where like the when it was showing live they were like oh okay get your life girl yeah. Let's see you with somebody who like isn't Carrie's perfect all the time. Like, all day. Like, you get yours, mama. Like, it's all good. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that he challenges her in the best possible way. And mm. after five seasons of her being nothing but, like, a tight-ass, like, annoying person. <laughs> I'm just going to put it right there. Person. Um, I think that this was, a, like, a best possible outcome for her. Because she gets her not fairy tale ending with Harry. Because he is, like, hairy everywhere except for the top of his head. Which, poor guy. Like, why does nature do that? That's so fucking mean. (laughs) Like, I feel so, so bad. Because men who go bald or are balding are so self-conscious about it. So Mm -hmm. it's like, why do you just move it down to the rest of the body? That's so Why do you continue to prove that you can grow hair? Right. But not not where it is socially (laughs) acceptable. That's fucked up. Yeah. Also, you said not fairy tale, and there's a weird pause between that. And then when you said not, I only lingered on the concept that one of my straight friends recently referred to his butthole as a balloon knot because it was Oof. so tight, and I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought you were gonna make a sex joke about her. No. A lot of this podcast is me being like, "Oh, this is what I thought you were gonna say," because I'm a man and I'm already like planning conversations. <laughs> in and I'm like, oh, I know how to respond to that. I'm going to tell you a friend about my friend's butthole. I'm going to tell you a story about my friend's butthole. It's gonna and be- I did it anyway. Look at me. Nail privilege. Mm-hmm. I also, it was a good time. I also love how um, her extremely gay friend, Anthony, is just like, good. You're having casual sex. Keep at it. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Like, he was very sex positive with her, which I yes, think is great. which I think she also needed because she seemed to, like, have some self-shaming. So, like, that's good. She's like, well, I didn't even like him and da 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 And I was like, so? And, like, how many people have we all had sex with that we didn't really like? Mm, so. One, <laughs> two, <laughs> three, four, all of them except for Charlie. It would be easier to tell you how many I had sex with that I did like. Let's just say that. No. <laughs> See, and I just What's your drama? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, there's nobody that I've had sex with that I disliked. You're a demisexual. I know. That's, I know. That's, that's we fucked to like feel. Bu- yeah. <laughs> I fucked to feel a hole in my life. <laughs> but no, honestly, that's really great. Like that you've had that experience. Like that's something you should not like be like, I haven't had that. Like you shouldn't have to have that. Like well, it's not. I don't know that I could. Like, yeah. I think that being demisexual, I feel like I would get up to a point Like, I've made out with people that I'm not necessarily super attracted to. And it's, it's like, what led to my whole, when I had, like, a really bad drunken night after I signed my divorce papers, 
appropriately enough um, <laughs> and got super drunk and was making out with somebody and he was like, um, so I could, I could come up, I could come up to your place. I'm like, oh honey, I'm drunk, not stupid. You have a good night. <laughs> yes, girl. And I left. <laughs> you are delicious. You're everything. Drunk Paige is very, very abrupt. Let's go. She Let's knows. get her. She's Let's. She's gonna make a guest appearance in season six. We've been on a. We're on a third drink. Where are you? At? Um, Come on. Let's go. You also said mm-hmm. led to my hole and then paused again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the only one. <laughs> I mean, that's what it led to. <laughs> I was like, I've got a balloon on. I was like, let me pop it. Just kidding. It'd be very uncomfortable. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nice um, I was having a conversation yesterday with one of my friends. We were talking about something, and I realized the kind of person that I am and why I'm not interested in sex. I enjoy witnessing sex. Um, sex isn't for me or to be done upon me because <laughs> the best version of sex that I think that there is is a power play. Like when someone's working to get something that they want from the other person, and the other person's like, I understand what this is. Let's get weird. Let's get crazy. And I'm like, ooh, I love witnessing that exchange. It's a short film in and of itself for me. But I don't want to be on the receiving end of that because I know what that means. And that's bad. And if someone's like kind and gentle, I'm like, ugh. No one's winning. Luckily, most porns are short films. So. Yes. It works. Make it happen. When are we going to have an I Couldn't Help a podcast porn party? Everyone brings a clip. Oof. I don't know. I'm going to bring the one where the two Swedish people have sex and then cut to nine months later and they're pushing their baby. I'm bringing lemon stealing porn. Uh, try something new. No. Bring the Rocky Horror Porn parody. Okay, I'll bring the Rocky Horror Porn Okay. Porn. <laughs> but also, side note, when I was um, a TA for the human sexuality class at UNR, uh, one of the questions that people had to answer was like, what is considered like a normal sex life to you? And I would grade these papers and I like Ooh. learned so much because some people were like, a normal sex life to me is like... I don't really want that. And you're like, that's fine, honey. That's cool. But most people are like, oh, three to three to five times a week or something like that. And some people are like, once a week. Some people are like, at least once a month. And some people are like, to keep the marriage alive, you have to do it like on Christmas. You know, <laughs> like for their birthday. <laughs> so you got like answers all over the spectrum. It's like one girl was like, I want it three times a day. And if I don't, then I'll break up with them. And I'm like, girl, you get yours. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But like, that I'm was cleaning so just- your house. <laughs> the first question that came to my head was like well, how often do you have it then like yeah. you know like yeah. that's just where my brain goes I'm always constantly thinking about like other people's like life and that and like the human nature is so different in all of us in terms of sexuality and how mm-hmm. we're having sex and stuff so like what is normal like what is your normal I should say like normal is not right. real but mm-hmm. what is your normal well it's so interesting because even uh, I was going to say Stanford um, Stanford Anthony brings it up. He's like, some of the best sex that I've ever had is with people who I couldn't stand. Yeah. And that's kind of true in my case, too. And it's with someone that I didn't like. But it was it was that situation. It was, we were both working to get something that we wanted and we were using each other. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't healthy. It definitely was. And I recognize it now. Mm-hmm. And we kept it going for several years. Oof. Years. The other person was in a relationship and we still kept going for it. But that was part of the coolness of it. And I was like, well, I don't care about them. So I don't care what happens to their life if someone were to figure out. Like, this isn't... I don't have right. to carry the burden of the secret. I'm just winning from this. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the best sex ever because I was like, I don't care. Yeah. And that, and then now I'm like, oh, shit. And so now when, like, people are nice and kind to me and sex, and like, how do you feel good? It's like, I feel very guilty that you're so kind to me because I know what kind of things that I want. Oh. That's, that's rough. I have had, I have had sex with somebody who has been emotionally tumultuous like with me and that's probably 
the best slash worst sex that I've ever had is because there's that whole, like, there is so horribly something to the fact that it's like, we shouldn't be doing this sex. Mm-hmm. That makes it so hot. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate that. Mm-hmm. And yet, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me out like this, babe. I'm talking about me. <laughs> For once, this is not about you. It's <laughs> always about me. I'm a male. <laughs> Dude, imagine if we had this conversation with Ryan here. How difficult would that be for you? <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like, hold on, hold on one second. Wait, so I said to tell a story. I just have to tell a story really quick. Paige, Paige, you're story. in the middle of explaining something, but <laughs> hold on, I have something to say. <laughs> Tawny, thank you for being here. I have something to say. Ugh. Oh, your mom's a cop? Let me tell you about this one time where... I met a cop. I met a cop. She was probably someone's mom. And now my ex-girlfriend hates me. <laughs> oh my god. It sounds like it's that cut well. deep. That cut real deep. That's going out, man. I hope I'm not living here when this comes out. <laughs> Stan, cut this out. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's Charlotte. That is Charlotte. <laughs> I was trying to look up. Was like I put Anthony at, and then I'm like, nope, I didn't finish that sentence. Oh, We're done. I'm so sorry. Before we move on, it was also yes, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. Um, Stan. I keep saying Stanford. It's not Stanford. I keep Anthony. thinking all these gays are the same person. Um, Anthony tells her, I'm glad you're having sex. Have more like casual sex. Who cares? Use them as a cum rag. And that's what all of her friends are saying. And she can't hear it from them. Right. She needs to listen to this gay man who like, yes, is gay, but is still a man. And it kind of undervalues what she's, what advice she's getting from her friends. Mm-hmm. Her friends, who she thinks are friends. Yeah. And she doesn't listen to them, but she's willing to listen to this other friend who's like, Here's the same thing all your other friends have been telling you in three different languages. Mm-hmm. I think the difference might be that, like, she had just actually done the sex mm. and hadn't talked to her friends about her experiences yet because mm. they were, like, gone, right? So it might be that. But also, like, those girls don't listen or talk to each other or support each other. Girl. So, like, Anthony, yeah. So, I mean, nobody's listening. <laughs> so but also, listening. he was straight up just, like, not judging her. And I feel like even they would be like, that's not like you. But do what you want to do, I guess. Oh. So, like, they might have the undertone of judging. And he was straight up just like, girl, get it. Get, get it. Yours. Mm-hmm. He's like, I literally don't care. But also, I care enough to tell you, go get it. I mm-hmm. care enough to buy you a martini for this. Because, like, it is so important that you just fucking get your clit rubbed for a minute. Like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Does she tell her friends? Does she not tell? Not episode. Uh, not, not in this, this episode. episode. Yeah, she tells them next episode, I think. Oh, okay. Because so I'm like, I'm curious. Say, like, just fuck somebody. But, like, yeah. they're mm-hmm. also like, but you won't. I'm curious to see how cautious she will be around Samantha when Samantha's like, yeah, that's what I've been fucking telling you. But, and Samantha's weird because she'll all be like, yeah, that's what the fuck I've been telling you, you stupid asshole. Or she'll be like, oh my god, good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she'll make a sex pun. And then yeah. make a sex pun. Yes. It's all about the sex pun. I'm so sorry. Before we move on, one more thing. <laughs> and it's about Samantha, which will lead her into a great transition. Yes. They're at a sushi place or a seafood place and Samantha has the coolest fucking earrings, which is fish bones. Oh my god. Fish bones. So, Diana Trout and Younger just wore <gasps> better earrings. Oh, my God. Better fishes. No spoilers. I saw it. No, I'm there with you. But, yeah, I saw I saw Samantha's earrings, and I was like, that's got nothing on Diana Trout. I'm sorry. <laughs> Patricia. And also, I love that her last name's Trout. Her last name is Trout. <laughs> God, it's so good. Oh. Also, this, this new season is taking me places. There's are conflicts with. Are pe- you watching it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you oh, could watch bad, it live, sorry. and so I was like trying to be spoiler free with you. I think I'm caught up. The last episode was when was Hillary Duff. 
It is the Hillary Duff show, is it? Good? Yes. It is so it good. Is so it has no right to be. I watch. It's on, if you it's have on, access to cable, it's on TV Land, the mm-hmm. online thing. It's on Hulu. Hulu, it's, got it. That's it is, where I'll go. Yeah, it is on Hulu, but it this season is not on yet. But yeah. Once it's over, they'll just throw it all on there. Yeah. Because okay. I have. Hillary Duff made me gay. Like, let's be real. Yes, ma'am. So, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Me too. <laughs> Hillary Duff and Avril Lavigne like a combo, but they also, if you look at it, are the same. So, yes. <laughs> it's a really nice, easygoing show. That's like we're going to talk about kind of real things, but in a way that's super accessible. So you don't have to carry a heavy burden. You just get to witness people do it, and you then you get to shut it off. Mm. And it's super cool, and it's very feminist. Mm, it's white feminist. Um, it's white feminist, it's, but it's the it's the good natured white feminist that you're, you're just like, like you're okay. trying. Yeah. yeah, okay, that's fair. Also, Hillary Duff like literally like was my biggest crush in the whole world. I remember in fourth grade, she was playing a concert in Vegas, and I was really trying to get tickets. And I would call the radio station every time they gave free tickets. Yes. I got caller twenty eight <gasps> out of twenty nine. No, <gasps> I know. No. My dad's like, you know what? You got it. Twenty eight, the same as fucking one. <laughs> Jack shit. <laughs> So I'm never gonna see her, and I'm still to this day sad. Like I know people that got to see Hillary Duff, and I'm like, you, yes, <laughs> you, you, you fucking dick. Like, and I'm she still my first concert. She, my first concert was fucking Creed. Like it could have been Hillary Duff, but then I had to go to a Christian rock concert and stuff. What if? What if? What if I? So there's the thing they couldn't give tickets away to Creed. That's why it was everyone's first concert. <laughs> Damn, drag my parents for filth right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mom or something. Like, hey, Your dad deserves it because he was that mean was to you mean. about that one to twenty eight thing. Jack I shit. I know. I was, I'm still sad about it. Like I'll never. And she doesn't tour really anymore because she's a happy, healthy mom of two. Yeah. So. And she's, now she just got engaged again? Yeah. Or married she again? got a baby got and then she engaged. got engaged again. To the yeah, she had the, the baby, baby divorced the dad. And now, new dude, new engagement. Did you see the photos of her getting proposed to, saying yes, and then sucking the dude's dick? I did Shut not up. see the dick suck. The first, the original dude, Lucas' dad. Not oh, yes, dad. I did see the original dad dick suck. I remember that being a conversation on Ellen. She's like, yeah, I figured sex out. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I'm still not. I love her. Yeah, because she was like, she was straight up just like, that happened. But, like, also, you invaded my privacy. Like, I'm still not one of those crazy Disney kids. That's your problem. Wait, so did she do it on a porch or something? Balcony. Oh, the balcony. balcony. of an apartment or hotel? I, it looked like an apartment. It was probably apartment. a hotel. I think it was an, I think it, I don't think it was like a bougie-ass hotel. Oh, it was a bougie-ass hotel. Okay. But, yeah, that was like, she went on Ellen, like, I figured it out. It's fine. Y'all are the creepy ones. I love her. She continues to be the one that I'm I've rooting for. I've on a balcony and I didn't get pictures taken. I've had my dick sucked on a balcony and I have had my pictures taken. <laughs> <laughs> because you set up the photo shoot. How else am I supposed to get good angles? I can't trust these fucking hoes. But I did have a roommate that like got it on the balcony once and then one day I was like back when I smoked cigarettes was smoking on the, on the front porch or on the balcony and I saw this like a fucking used condom on the balcony and I just like took a snapchat and zoomed in like how'd it go clean clean up after from my old place yeah that you know and it was not that roommate it was the first roommate oh okay (laughs) wait was there two or was there three there's two so it was the The first first roommate roommate. okay yeah was that when you found out you were eskimo sisters no no (laughs) we didn't become eskimo sisters till like oh god like seven months in to our, us living together, and that happened like the first few months of us living together. God, bless isn't it America. a fun find when you've already like done away with that 
that extra person and then you're talking to someone and you find out that you're asking <laughs> and you're like oh that how was, was that weird. how was that for you that's no like that's always my first go-to is that's I would, what we did like hella compared notes well because it was actually not a finding out thing it was like i slept with this person and then the next week she slept with that person with my blessing and so oh, okay. then we so like straight up just like brought the notebook out and was like let's talk about it and we had the exact same fucking story i'll tell you off camera because oh. you know the person so and okay. my favorite thing about about that was then Tawny told me when it happened and roommate number one told me when it happened and then I was like oh, that's the same thing Tawny said and I was so excited and then they're like yeah we compared it out and I was like ah I love this I can't wait to hear this <laughs> yes, I can't wait to tell you it's so great wouldn't it be like awesome plot twist so I'm like oh my god I saw with that person I would actually I would think so little would be of you wild. <laughs> he already wow. thinks little of me that's like it's so bad. awful I can't wait to hear this no 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 when you figure out who it is you're gonna be like oh I kind of want to just type it to you so you can, like, have the Yes, let's get a live reaction. Write it down. Oh, write my down God. Who's going to pull it up faster? Me no. making myself important to this conversation because I haven't pulled it up. What are you going to pull up their, like, Facebook so no. they can just show me their picture? <laughs> okay, you're going to look at the bottom like, here. Um, enter on movie database this. At the bottom. <laughs> oh, God, No. <laughs> Yeah, no. That, Do you see? Here's the th- that age difference would not fly with me. That would <laughs> that would have been like a, I'm not even making out with you, mostly because I think you're a horrible person. <gasps> but he <laughs> is. I yeah. can tell you all about what he thinks of his dick. So let's talk about that. Woo! That's a, that is for off. I also, so this scar. Oh. It's from that night. <gasps> no. Yeah, we'll tell you all about it. Yeah, I can't wait to Because I don't know if this person listens. All right, so if you want the extra scoop, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Watch your trauma. <laughs> That's the Patreon exclusive. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a great idea having you here. Why were you here from the beginning? <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> Tony would have been the one that would have launched us into startup. Also, yes. this is so much fun because I've had three tequila drinks total, and I'm yeah. feeling kind of like... Do you like want another one? one? Do you want a pause break? Pause. <laughs> pause. pause. We'll be right back with the message from our sponsors. Okay, all right. Stop yelling. We're back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you took them back with the scream. Congrats. That's, honey, that's where I lead them. That's fair enough. That's all right, let's talk about Samantha. 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 It's like the what? Um, so Samantha's really just trying to get her fuck on. On a train. On brand. Um, yeah, she's on a train with Carrie, because they are taking a train from New York City to San Francisco, so that's like three weeks. It's too much. It's too much. From Reno to San Francisco, if you drive, it's four hours. If you take the train, it's eight hours. Trains are dumb. Holy crap. That's like so, that's too many That is like a really good perspective, because for me, I was like, oh, trains are fast, like, it'll get there. Yeah, they're not, though. They're not, and you're like, oh, they don't have stoplights. You're like, yeah, but instead of going this way, I'm going to go like this. Yeah. And it's going to be super annoying. You're going to throw up. And good luck trying to take a piss. Like, you can piss everywhere. Fucking wild. Like, it it must have taken them bare minimum three days to go in a train. I think that's what they said in it. Okay. Yeah, which I'm still like that's too much travel time. I, I still feel no, ma'am. Yeah, if it's not within 24 hours, that's not me. I'm not getting there. For me, more than five hours, it's no longer a road trip. I'm over it. We need to get where we're going. Over five hours, we should have taken a plane. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what they come to an agreement. They should have fucking taken a plane, but Carrie was a fucking pussy. Yeah, which I don't like how it solves itself out because she's like, no, I'm afraid. I'm scared of flying. We're gonna take a train. 
has that experience, and then Samantha's like, oh, we're not taking a train back. I brought his tickets. You brought his tickets and Oh, and then the volume. The yeah. volume, yeah. Why do you say pussy is a form of weakness? Um, because pussies are dangerous. Mm. And I want to <laughs> undermine them because I don't want them to get too, like, big-headed. I oh. want them to be humble. Mm, okay. Well, like balls not... are. <laughs> yeah. But I have those, so I'm like, I'm obviously not going to talk about that. And it's just being, though. like, a sack of balls. That sounds more accurate because they're sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was on the phone with my sister today. Here's another thing where I'm going to take a detour from the conversation. Because we were attacking me and I'm going to switch it up. Uh, I was talking to my sister today. And I had an interview today, which was super cool. And I was like, oh, here's how I want to dress. And it's going to be super fashion and super cool. But I like to balance it out. Because when I don't have to look this good, I look terrible. And then I used my sister as a reference point. I was like, when she's at work or when she's at an event, looks incredible. Is that a Kardashian? Who knows? But then you see her on the weekend and she looks fucking busted like i have a video that i will show you it's super incredible she's wearing a pajama set but the tops do not match the bottoms bottom you saw it whatever no one else did um and then she's wearing an undershirt that's also like a workout shirt but it's not put on the right way (laughs) and then she's wearing a giant winter jacket it's not winter she's wearing her birkenstocks and socks and fuzzy socks and then she has her hair in this like bun but the bun doesn't look like it has a solid foundation so it's flying everywhere one of my favorite things that i've ever seen that is definitely Eliza Schlesinger level at home clothes. Absolutely, and that's what it was. Yeah. And then I was talking to her today. I was like, oh, yeah, I used it as a reference point. She's like, yeah. Oh, shit. Sometimes I do look like a bag of dicks. <laughs> oh, wet bag of dicks. That's worse. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I relate. This is fun. This is why you're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Have you seen Fleabag? No, I've only heard good things about it, but I haven't seen it. The, the sibling... Like, not rivalry, but just, like, how they get along mm-hmm. is so great. And so, like, like they hate each other the way that, like, my sister and I hate each other but love each other. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. So you should Flea see bag. it. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. It's on Amazon? It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Okay. Can you steal someone's? I was like, I'll give you my account. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Flea bag. My... My, I think my it's my Amazon account that's locked into my laptop. Mm-hmm. And anytime I go to one of the other websites, like FX to watch Pose mm-hmm. or TV Land to watch Younger yeah. or to go watch Heather's on Paramount Network, mm-hmm. it automatically signs me in to their network so I can just watch all this shit. And I was like, yes. I didn't know I had this power. I didn't know that that was a power that you could have. I don't know what that connection is. Fair enough. I'm assuming it's based on the Amazon Prime account. But I don't know what it is. I'm like, I can watch whatever television I want. What? Also, giant shout out if you're not watching Los Spookies, you should be. It's on HBO. I think two or three episodes are out, and it's completely in Spanish, and it's super funny. And if you miss the jokes, that's okay, but we need to support Latinx filmmakers. That's it. Okay. I love it. Back to this white show. Back to this white ass show that we watch with subtitles. Samantha reminds me of like Single Me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, okay, like. Two years ago, single me when I was just like trying in any way to get that form of physical attention. Like so, this bad is decisions, like, Tani. Bad decisions, Tani. Like I've grown a lot, <laughs> and like not to say that she's like set back or anything. Like you do, you baby girl. I'm not like judging you, but like at that point in my life, like I was literally like, you look at me for longer than three seconds, like we're gonna get it. And so, was that the era where we blacked out? Yeah, that was mm. that. That was that like, like that period of time where I was just like always down. Oh, and I, I think I think that was on its way down. <laughs> yeah, it was like starting to like I'm starting to dissipate, and I was starting to work on myself and stuff like that. But literally for a good chunk of time, like I was like 
down to fuck whatever and came my way and like samantha like reminds me of that she's always making sex jokes hello <laughs> and like like all of these things i was watching and i was like wow you're like however old and you're still stuck in that place i hope i'm not judging you but i hope like you find happiness within yourself not even within another person like just like you know you're enough because like that took me a minute and i'm only 25 so knowing where I, you are and how you recovered how, i'm so sorry no go ahead um how what what do you think you could say to her like, or what do you think happiness looks like for her? Maybe this, I mean, like, I only saw this episode with her, so maybe this is, like, her happiness, but she didn't seem happy. Like, she was, like, drunk talking about, like, how this is her midlife crisis and stuff like that. I think, like, she's just got to, like, get herself a magic wand, hello, and, like, learn <laughs> that, like, you can come by yourself and then, like, that you deserve to be treated in certain ways, but also, like... I don't know. The thing that I find magical about me and my girlfriend is, like, I was on this journey of self-love and, like, fixing, like, the problems I found within myself. And, like, there's one day where I, like, wrote in my, like, happiness journal, like, I was, like, I'm worthy of love and I found it within myself. Like, I literally put that and then, like, three days later, it's, like, me and Sam kiss for the first time. So, it's, like, the universe has this way of like making everything connect in a way that makes sense after the fact Mm -hmm. and so for me it was like i i still have that issue where i'm like i'm not worthy of this love and i try to like destroy it from within itself before it destroys me but the point was that i kind of recognized that within myself and then found it and like when everybody says that cliche shit like it happens when you don't expect it it like literally happened like that for me so that's kind of like what i think is like she doesn't love herself enough yet Again, this is just based off the one episode mm-hmm. and her crying, drinking champagne, which I also related to. That <laughs> um, she just kind of has to figure that out. And, like, you don't have to, like, have sex with some random person at a bachelor party just because they're a single male looking at you. You can, like, if you're feeling like you need to come, make yourself do it, honey. It's so empowering. I promise you. And then, like, go off of that. Like, do they talk about masturbation in the show ever? They because did not. Not in this episode, obviously. Because Charlotte could have benefited from it as well. I think and they told her that. And then she was like, no, I can't do that dirty yeah charlotte was very much not a um person that wanted to masturbate when they did talk about it in an episode and then samantha was like all day every day like Mm. she isn't necessarily the type of person that needs a man but she definitely needs to come like she i forget what season what episode but there is an episode where she's like no i am having a day where all I'm going to do is masturbate. And her phone rings, and she, like, picks up the phone, and she was like, I don't know who the fuck is calling me. You know that this is my masturbation day. That's all I'm doing. Oh, Why sorry, are you Dad. calling? <laughs> yeah, and it's so great. That's funny. If this is too personal, please tell me to fuck off. <laughs> do women, or do people that you know who associate that way, um, do they have edging sessions by themselves? I've tried, but I can't. Grumpy. Girl, like, I don't understand the fun of it. Like, I don't understand. Like, it, like, I masturbate when I'm feeling sexually frustrated and to, like, take away that relief from myself. I was like, who hates themselves that much? Like, fuck that. Like, I'm gonna make a mess and I'm gonna have to clean my whole sheets. I don't even give a fuck. Like, fuck yeah. Like, I, I, I did try. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop here. And then literally, like, Five minutes later, I wanted to punch something. And I'm not a violent person. I was like, this is fucking whack. <laughs> yeah. I, like, get the equivalent of hangry. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, I'm not punching stuff, but I'm like, fucking why, though? Why is this happening? I hate this. And I, like, I think it's just because most of the time it happens on accident. Um. Where I get, like, too into my head and I'm like, Ugh. Well, now I can't. 
<laughs> Fuck you, brain. Yeah. And I guess it also could be a difference that we have the stigma that women are like, it's harder to achieve orgasm because you guys mm-hmm. have to be into it. Mm-hmm. Me speaking from the society point of view, not from what I do. And then men, you can just come at whatever. Right. That's kind of my point too. Like, mm-hmm. why would I make myself not come when like the majority of the sexual partners I had made me not come? Right. So like, I'm going to let myself have the damn thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fair fucking point. I think it's great. I think mm-hmm. there I've t- got entire days where I'm like, mm, around 9 p.m. is when I'll come. That's when Big Little Lies comes on. That's when I'll do it. And there's there was a... <laughs> do you do it while you're watching Big Little Lies? Um, I can only come to fucking Meryl Streep screaming at Nicole Kidman. Thank God. Did we talk about what I was into? <laughs> a person has to be getting something that they want from someone else. Um, or I've got like a month where I don't come at all. But, like, I'll, I'll do something where I'm like, oh, this is attractive. And then I'll, like, I'll play with myself. And I'm like, mm, I think I'm getting close. I feel little tingles. I'm going to put this away from now. I'm going to go to sleep. And then I'm, like, dry humping my bed as I'm sleeping because I sleep face down. And I'm like, I need something. And I'm like, no, you don't get to have it. So even with me having sex with myself, it's me getting what I want. And the other person can't have what they want. <laughs> even if it's you. And that's why I think it's great. And then one time, like, I think it was after the two months did, I actually came and then I, like, blacked out because I couldn't see because it was too intense. It was a lot of fun. I like putting my life on the edge. (laughs) See, I, yeah, hangry all the way. I'll be so pissed off if I get into my head about something else. Because you're right. Like, the majority of, like, the partners that I've been with haven't. Okay, that's not fair. Half. Um, (laughs) Half. I'm like half. I haven't had that many, so like it's the it's not that big of a deal. But like, I what if it's about me and it's me by myself? It is not about the journey. It's about the destination. Hell yeah! It's about the destination. I know. I know. Some people are like want to light a candle and like read a book and like like self care into like fucking themselves. I'm like, no, I straight up just like I put that fucking magic wand on blast. I'm sitting there like just like, fucking go. Like <laughs> I want three minutes. I got shit to do, but I want this relief. <laughs> yeah, I'm like literally. It's in between shampooing and using the soap, and I'm out of the shower. Exactly. This is it. Like yeah, <laughs> in between that. those things, get on with your day. But that also it benefits because then you're not in your head. Because like if I sit yes. there and I try to like do it, like I start thinking about other things. Like the other day, I was trying to masturbate and I was like actually watching this like beautiful like pornography episode and then I was like thinking about like how I wish like we could reenact that and then I thought about all these things and I was like oh my god here I am just like not into it anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it's like nope that's done now I'm choreographing something instead of <laughs> right sometimes I'll just put porn on just to like listen to the moans and like not watch it like I just want to oh. hear it yeah because mm-hmm. like a women's moan will like fucking get me off every time but like yeah I won't actually be able to watch it so I have to find one with a good clip uh-huh. and then that'll get me there but yeah. sometimes even the process of finding something like, is, well, this too, is taking too long. Yeah. yeah, like I'm I'm way too empathic. And so I need that same thing where it's like I need porn where the woman, not the man, who the fuck cares? They're <laughs> going to get theirs. Yeah, where the woman is like taken by surprise and super turned on. And that's like what I keep searching for. And that doesn't come up in Pornhub search results. No. It just doesn't. So you have to find the niches and like you end up with some weird shit, but you just have to make mm-hmm. do. And it's just, you got to do what you got to do. There's a website that just recommended to us. Have you tried that one? Um, I think it's like sex art or something. I, I sex art like, is a like company mm-hmm. that makes certain porns. Some are on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pornhub, if you want to support us and be our sponsor. Um, imagine can you imagine yes it'd be so great 
<laughs> we would plant so many trees. <laughs> we would save so many fucking Just bees. in Israel, though. <laughs> Never mind. We're it's not a gonna... joke. It's a joke because... <laughs> Jews did that, like, that was, like, your birthday present from, like, age, like, zero to, like, 18, was that you just got a piece of paper from grandma that says she planted a tree in Israel for you, so I'm sorry, that was a really That is so fucking funny. No, 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 (laughs) that was me thinking about other excess material and not taking you for what it was, so I'm apologizing to you, because I didn't let what you said land in my world until after. And you felt like you had apologized? Please don't feel like you had apologized. I just explained. I'm not apologizing. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! (laughs) I'm just no. saying you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Thank go you. ahead. No, I don't. There's nothing else there's except because I always <laughs> have something to say. <laughs> I want the Patreon for what's your trauma to be what's your body count. Oof. Uh, yes, and it's just that it's like a three minute snippet. It's like, and from our guest today, they're gonna tell you their body count, and then it's just one person going six, one person being like thirty-four. Is this a sexual body count or like people you've killed? Did you read that joke mm. on Twitter? Because I thought it was the funniest fucking thing that I've ever seen. No. It's like, hey, what's your body count? And like me stammering, eh, six. And someone's like, oh, you've slept with six people? And then the other person's like, we're talking about sex? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. And I was like, this landed in my world and this was meant for me specifically. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. No. Body count's like such a weird thing for me. Like to talk about with people. Like everyone on like... I remember we went to this party like a like a few months ago, and everybody was like asking questions like, "Where's the craziest place you've had sex?" and "What's your body count?" Like, how many people have you slept with? And I was like, "I want to go home." Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't like this. Well, and it's like, do they by body count do they mean people that you've just kissed, people that you have usually had I mean like penetrative sex yeah. with, like who who everyone's definition of it is different. Wait, that's true too, and like. I don't know, for me, it's like, do you count, like, trauma sex? Like, is that a real thing? Or, like, because some, like, the church counts it. Like, I remember that, like, when I was a kid, but we don't need to talk about that. But, like, really, the friends, like, they'll talk about and they'll be like, oh, I've had sex with this many people. And then you get to you and you're like, can I pass? Like, can I not do this? Because, like, Um, it's not your fucking business. Real quick, because I need you guys to know how much of a Taurus I am. (laughs) I literally have a spreadsheet on Excel, and that's all you get to see, but you saw that it was a lot. And it was the person's name and then it's it's all these people that I've ever interacted with in a naked or sexual form mm-hmm. so it's how I see them naked and what parts of them I saw naked and then the second column is did you interact with them like in terms of like sex or anything mm-hmm. and then it's like was it like a hand job was it oral was it full penetration and it's just a fun thing that Am I, I do on that list because you've definitely seen me naked uh oh need to add to your excel spreadsheet right? well, it's not it's not alphabetized but it's you are not here complete <laughs> you are right beneath you are right beneath Shanice Mora let's talk about it what am I on your you list you are number 39 <laughs> no I mean like <laughs> what about me is on your okay, list <laughs> so it was age of contact and what was I 20 20 20. 20. Yeah, we weren't 20. 20 and then, so nudity. Did I see breasts? Yes, I did. First day that me and Tani became friends. <laughs> Excellent. Have I seen your genitals? I don't think I've seen your genitals, but I have seen your butt. And these are the three categories that I have. <laughs> and then sex. Have we made contact? And that's like more hand jobby. And I haven't made contact with your genitals. We haven't done oral sex and we haven't had penetration sex. Mm. So you're I'm just, just really flattered that I'm on there because I was like, I definitely sent you my nudes left a month ago. It's up <laughs> to 78, but that's because I forgot to continue it. And I have to keep going. There's a full fucking. But I love that it's just like people that 
are in any kind of way defined as sexual interactions. Like, mm. oh shit, that would be so many. <laughs> well, I, I, I have, have, it's fun. Yeah. I have a, uh, a kiss list. <gasps> Ooh. And then I have the people in italics are people that I got a little bit naked with, but no penetrative, <laughs> penetrative sex and bold had sex. I love that you also have this. Yes. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm not stupid. No, you're not stupid. And I was worried I was going to forget someone in my old age. So I wrote it down. I, I definitely started a list once. And like I kept it going to like my sophomore year of college. But then I went through like a really rough breakup and went fucking crazy. And I just never gave a fuck to like. But okay. I still know the body count. The body count. But I still like I could not list like everybody's name. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's what it is. I'm just so excited because every time I go through, I was like, oh my God. I did. I did interact with their genitals. Huh. I haven't thought about this person in 16 years. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I, mine's obviously incredibly short. And there are some where I'm like, oof, I wish I could take that off. <laughs> But I did what I did. Yes, ma'am. I feel that, girlfriend. <laughs> That's going to be my third category. Do you regret it? Oh, no. I don't want to, like, say regret, mm. but I always want to be like, would you take it back if you could? Okay. I like that better. I like that better. Yeah, because, See, I, like, I don't regret anything, but if you think about it, like, there's definitely a list of people that was like, why did I do that? I mean, <laughs> I think it's a matter of, like, what you needed at the time, and they happened to be there. That's true. Like... I think about, like, all of those, like, random hookups and stuff that I would have. And, like, at that point in time, I was seeking, like, this hole in my soul to be, like, validated. And, like, the whole, you're attractive enough for somebody to, like, find attractive. And I got what I wanted. Like, I got what I was looking for. Here's the thing. You need to not have a box that says, do you regret it? And replace that with, did you get what you need? Ooh, did Ooh. you get what you needed? Mm-hmm. Let me go through my did top you, five. Yeah, did you get If what you needed need? was an orgasm, there'd be two X's. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> person one, I didn't get what I needed. I got more than what I wanted, mm-hmm. and I feel bad for it. Uh, number two, same thing. None of it should have happened, and it did. Mm-hmm. Number three, yeah, and I'd probably do it again. Mm. And more. And it's weird, and I have a story about that, and I have talked to you guys about it, so it's really exciting. <laughs> we're going to again? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we're not. That's where I found out I wasn't a pervert, which was weird. Um, and then number four is weird, because they dated someone in my family. Oof. And in the context of that, I was like, mm. But then I'm also <laughs> like, did I get what I needed? Yes, I did. Because not a lot happened. And from what I got, I was like, oh, this might just closer. This Wait, is fun. speaking of siblings, I have a question. Yeah. Did you, besides that person that dated somebody in your family, did you ever, like, sleep and or have, like, a relationship with any of your siblings' friends? I don't know if you have siblings. Do you have siblings? I have one sister, yeah. Did you, like, any of their exes, friends, anything? We are eight years apart, so that would be on an entirely different creepy level if there was somebody eight years younger than me that I was, like... Dating. Oh, you're older. I'm older. Because so my brother's my brother's like six years older than me, but all, he's a man, and all of his friends were like hella into me. Sure, yes, that makes my siblings more sense. are six years older than me, and then some. And the answer is yes, I yeah. have interacted with some other people. Yeah, me too. I like to think about that. Some, well, like, as a <laughs> but I think about that sometimes, like you know, like that age gap, and how when you're like. So I study, like, you know, adolescent brains Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, like, you literally don't have a prefrontal cortex, so you cannot 
physically make good decisions like you don't know how to Mm -hmm. like you think you are and you're like this is great but literally you do not have the common sense to fucking know what you're doing Mm -hmm. and that's why i love working with teenagers so much because i listen to their stories and like girl i get it but also like i'm here to tell you you're not right because i can tell you you're not right right (laughs) and that was one of the things like i was like 15 16 dating these like 23 year olds that my brother was like with i remember my biggest age gap was like i was 16 he was like 28 and I was like, this is perfectly fine. I have a tattoo from, like, him tattooing me on his kitchen table. Perfectly Ooh. fine when I was 16. And then I look at it now, like, I was a fucking moron. Like, all of these things. But, like, I also didn't have the brain, like, development to understand what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, you know, give yourself a little, of a, a little bit of a break. But also, like, it's on the person who's older to, like, know that that's wrong. Yes. yes. And that's what upsets me so much because, like, me being 13 or 14, I was like, oh, this is super cool. This is exciting. Something's happening. Yeah. And then when I turned those ages, like, 2021, I was like, no. Yeah, like, I would not be dating a fucking 16-year-old no. right now. Hell Absolutely no. not. And I was like, whoever was in this position made a horrible choice, and that's fucked up. That's yeah. disgusting. Like, you had the brain development. You knew what you are doing. It is not on me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, like, the most liberating thing about growing up is realizing when my brain is fully developed, the choices that I can make now versus, like, what I did when I was, like, younger mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If we want to spin this positive, when I was 14, I had a crush on someone who was older, mm-hmm. but then nothing ever happened of it, and I was like, okay, cool, fine, this is whatever, this is a crush. So nice. But then... But then... When I was... <laughs> older after 21 or 22 i don't remember how old i was we were able to get into a mini relationship and it was a weird thing that none of us had planned for and it was like a mini hookup and i was like okay but you were at the age yes and i was like this feels better now because we were both old enough to say this is so cool and it wasn't like a oh i've been waiting for you it was like a it happened let's do this yeah sure why not we we both can say yeah and i was like this is so much fun yeah nothing happened they were kind of drunk and like Oh, no. Yeah. But I was like, but you know what? This experience was still fun. I can still write about this. <laughs> I feel like once you're in your 20s and your 30s and even probably into your 40s, I'll let you know in a few years. Um, Girl, by the time you turn 40, I'm going to be dead. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like there's a lot less, like, you're basically peers at, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Like, Joe and I are nine. 10 years apart. You told me how old you were last week and I couldn't believe it and then I pretended I know, you were a different age. But it's weird because you said 9 and that's the age that I think you for. I'm 25. Okay. So not quite 10. Okay. Um, math is hard. Did you lie to me? No. Not to be rude and that's why I didn't believe it. <laughs> I think last time we communicated you told me you were like 38. I'm not gonna say on this podcast. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm doing the math. We're wait, that didn't work out at all. It's like you're 13. No, <laughs> that's why I was I'm, like, wait, hold on. This math isn't adding up the way that I thought it was. No, that can't be right. Yeah, that, wait. Are, are you writing the same train that I'm writing? Where like that's not right. That's not correct. That's that's bonkers. That's why I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no fucking way. I keep doing the math thinking that it's going to come up with a different number, and it doesn't. Yeah. We have a... What's your birthday? Um, In March. So you just turned that age. Yes. So we're also the same age gap. Yes. March what? Uh, 19. You're the day before Sammy. So you're a Pisces, and I love you. I'm a Pisces. 
I'm so Has the Pisces emotional. ever been met with so much love? I love this. This is feminism. <laughs> Usually when I hear Pisces, I'm, I'm a like, cancer. Oh. My birthday's coming up soon. I know. I'm going to get so blacked out on your birthday. I hope you do. I hope that I get so blacked out I don't remember his birthday. It's going to be I'm the 50th scared. anniversary of man walking on the moon. Yeah, but I also was a little six-year-old telling everybody on career day that I wouldn't make it to 25 and that I was going to die by then, so I don't care about a career. And here I'm about to turn 25. I'm not dead. That's fucking scary. I've had my whole life planned that I was going to die by now, and I'm not dead. What if you so, metaphorically die, and then we just get to make a new life for you? Rebirth. Who do you want to be in your new life? All yeah, this I'm means saying. is that you are fully on track for a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> oh, I'm going oh, through it, girl. No. Oh, believe me, I'm going there through it. You've had a life crisis every single year. Yeah. I've been there for it. That's I started, what I usually drink. I started early. I started at 23, <sighs> having a quarter-life crisis. Oh, I started at, like, 19. I, well, when I met Chell, I was going through one. I just gone through a breakup. And, like, yeah, literally every year I've gone through, like, no, I need to fucking, like, go wild. And so now I'm like, what do I do? That was a great story. Tell them the story about how we became friends. How we became friends? Yeah, in sex class. Oh, yeah. So I had an ex who was physically and emotionally very abusive to me that I went to therapy to figure out for like a lot of years. But that day, I empowered myself and I broke up with this person. I drove over there and I was like, listen, I don't want this life anymore. And then um, I'm going to leave. And he threw a fucking like board game at my head but i dodged that bitch like yeah. i dodged that bitch and i fucking like <laughs> and i had to give a lecture at this thing called sex pause which is like a sex positive group at you and i teaching like sexual education topics um literally on anything that you can give that day i was teaching sex and drugs so the different drugs and the psychological effects they have on your sex life was what i had to teach and i was sitting there and i was just like not in it usually i'm like super like bubbly and over the top and just like like to giggle all the time and that day i was just kind of like here's the facts this is what fucking ecstasy does to you don't have sex it'll ruin your sex life but also it'll feel great that one time (laughs) you decide and uh, look at your life look at your choices (laughs) yes exactly and then afterwards joe daniel came up well we were sitting there and somebody's like oh where's your blah 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 where's your ex and i was like oh uh we broke up let's Mm. move on and so afterwards i had not met joe daniel before he had been there before but like we never interacted i wasn't really allowed to interact with people at that time um, and so he came up to me and he's like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, uh, no. Like, this just <laughs> happened today. Like, I'm not great. And then he's like, would you like a hug? And I was like, I'm gonna start crying if you give me a hug. And he's like, that's okay. And he hugged me. Yeah. And then I cried into his arms. And after that, we've been fucking inseparable ever since. And that was Cute. March 13th, 2015. Cute. And then that night, we went out to <laughs> eat at Sex Pa, or after Sex Pa's, because that was per tradition. We would all, the gang would go to probably Archie's? Archie's, yeah. Archie's. And Tom was like, I have my nipples pierced. Do you want to see? And I was like, uh, of course I do. And I was going to say your full legal name right now. <laughs> Donnie showed me her entire prestices. And I was like, this bitch gets me on my level. <laughs> yes, we are friends. They're no longer pierced to us. I'd show you now. They're just like boobs. So. You can still show us. It's okay. <laughs> I love your boobs. I think your boobs are great. Thank you. Your smile. All boobs are so great. Were we Come supposed on. to be talking about Samantha? Fuck. So, yeah. So we, we did. We, yeah. sh- we, we shared we... her origin story. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay, you're welcome. Except um, I hope you're a better composed adult. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank For you. sure. All right, let's get to the meat. Let's get to Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a minute. No. Wait for Joda. Okay. <laughs> Um, so Carrie 
is going on her book tour and they're sending her to San Francisco. Um, and I love that Samantha's like, you won't even go to like the Upper West Side. Now you're going all the way across the country. What the fuck? I don't understand because specifically about San Francisco, everyone was super upset. Why do we not like San Francisco? I feel like San Francisco and New York City are like the UNR, UNLV. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Which nobody else in the country is going to get. Sorry, Australians. That means one person Uh, pitted against another person. (laughs) You are rivals. Nemesis. Yeah, like I just... And one of them is right and the other one's Las Vegas. I think that they're... (laughs) I think that they are um, just like the... uh, epitome of one another like new york city is very like everybody wears black and is into you know fashion and you're walking around and everything's right whereas like san francisco it's like hippie country it's okay. whatever it's like liberal republican kind of thing so new york is a republican yes i honestly when you guys asked that the first thing he was like because it's hella gay like that was like the first thought that came through my head but it's kind of like in line with what you guys were saying anyway but like my first thought was like I was just concerned. I thought people in the 90s were like, oh, San Francisco. But also, that could be where I come from in terms of, like, queer No, San Francisco didn't become, like, the spot till like, 2011. And then it became the spot. Yeah, exactly. But, like, literally before that, it was, like, mm, to bring up controversial topics, it was, like, the spot to get AIDS. And now it's, like, the spot to be, like a lot cooler it's about to get gentrified and pay like $14,000 exactly yeah but like people love San Francisco they love like the pride they love the ocean they love the seals they love all of this stuff but before they saw it as like a dirty hot tub commune where gay men would get AIDS and that's what it was until really recently when the AIDS stigma has kind of deflated but you know because like people care about it less even though it still exists and still harms like thousands of people per year correct people Mm -hmm. care about it less but at that time, like, literally until, like, the mid-2010s. I've always loved San Francisco. <laughs> yep. And so I don't know, because I've loved it since I was a kid. Like, and my best friend from high school went to college there. And so I would take the Greyhound bus, because I wasn't going to take the train. But <laughs> like you took the Greyhound instead? Because it was 25 bucks, and I was... 18 years old at the time and didn't want to drive a car into San Francisco. Fair. I'm fuck. old as fuck now and I won't drive a car into San Francisco. Feel that, girl. <laughs> but Greyhound I love San Francisco. I've taken a mega bus to Greyhound. I was like, this still sucks. They accidentally left me at Donner Pass once. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. I was going to the bathroom and totally flipped out because they were pulling away when I came back out from the bathroom at like that rest stop. You know the one? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 And ran across ice and like was trying to flag it down they finally pulled over but i was so panicked because this is how long ago this was i just used the last of my calling card to call (gasps) my mom and tell her that we were up at the pass oh i would have been legit fucked if i had been left there it was traumatizing. I can't wait till we all get TV shows based off our origin story. Origin story. Mine's gonna get canceled immediately within three episodes, but I want to <laughs> see yours. Mine's and gonna I, be wild. Yours is gonna have to be on Showtime because there's a lot we have to go through. True. Yeah. Yours Can is actually take another pause because I have to pee really bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> pausing again. <laughs> and we're back. Congrats. A scream and a burp. That's how they get welcome this time. Yeah. And that's not from who you thought it was. <laughs> just kidding it was me it was me <laughs> it's so weird because Paige is so like composed and polished and I'm like I'm sorry that I'm a dumpster fire I think it's no. a perfect 
You have a KitchenAid mixer? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so wet right now. You're she really <laughs> is so polished. She has a KitchenAid mixer. Fuck, I gotta go home. My mom's calling shit. <laughs> so I was like, I know what the fuck I'm jerking off to tonight. <laughs> KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> It was a Black Friday sale. I did not pay full price for it. I am still Jewish. Don't pay full <laughs> price for anything. Yeah. What was I on? Sorry. One more thing, and I promise that I won't do this again for a solid two more minutes. As <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the Carly Rae Jepsen concert, and we were talking about Pride and how cool it was and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, homosexuals and <coughs> queers, don't pay full price for anything. No business deserves your money. Discounts and sales only. Oh. And I thought it was hilarious. Nobody else cared about it. And then the next day, someone's like, yeah, I only shop on sales. No one deserves my money. I was like, I said that at the concert yesterday. Don't take that from me. And someone's like, you got that from me. Oh. We were having this conversation. You just forgot. Yikes. Like, Sorry. I was really high at that concert. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. But that resonated with me for some reason. I did. And to this day, I'm like, you know what? I refuse to pay full price for anything. Mm-hmm. To this day. Three years later. <laughs> well, I mean, like, okay, you're right, correct. I uh-huh. used the wrong phrase. I want to say from that day, I have it in my head that I will never pay for a price for anything. Discounts on sales only. And now I'm subscribing to every restaurant where they're like, hey, put your phone number in and occasionally we'll give you deals. And that's well, I know what I'm going to eat that day. Perfect. I will give you a discount um, doing your merch. Tony's yes. in charge of my merch, and I'm so excited. Only I stickers. I can't make shirts or cups. <laughs> That's fine. I don't want to sell shirts or cups. Cool. I want to sell stickers and postcards. Because <laughs> I, I thought, how stupid would it be if you're on someone's website? And like, you can buy a postcard with a character on it. <laughs> and then you're like, but I kind of want it. Is that character you? No, it's going to be Aiden. Oh. Okay. I mean, also, it's going to be me. It's going to be the entire series <laughs> of characters. So you can have Benny Benedetti. You can have Luca Lomelli. You can have Luci Lomelli. You can have me, Jonathan, <laughs> Johannes. And you can have my sister, Jonna Johannes. <laughs> and then you can have Trinidad Toretto. There's so many. Oh, my gosh. And wait till they start talking to you about their aunts. Oh, my gosh. I can't. Aiden's character is always just like, um, my aunt from Temecula. Or my aunt from Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga. And it's always my aunt stupid. from Walla Walla. It's always this <laughs> stupid fucking thing. Did anybody else read this Double Trouble in Walla Walla Child's book? Nope. Just me? Oh. Is I it feel a like Sweet Valley High book? I don't know. I just know it's called Double Trouble in Walla Walla. Double you were Trouble also was... an entire school career different, so I don't know if these books yeah, are Yeah, that's true. The same I know. Day. That's fair. I'm totally... It wasn't a school book. Like, I didn't read it in school. I oh. just boned it. And I remember, and I thought I made it up. Like, there's things sometimes <laughs> that I thought I made up. Like, I sincerely thought I made up this song called, like, Amber, where it's like, Amber is the color of your energy. I thought I made that what song What does she up. have? Amber is the color of your energy. It's a oh, song. Yes. And I thought, thank you! Yes. I thought I made it up for years. Because nobody knew what I was talking about when I talked about it. Then I heard it on the radio, and I was like, what the fuck? They stole and my song. They did! <laughs> And then I also thought up that I like thought I made up that I have an astigmatism. And then I went to the eye doctor like six months ago, and they're like, "So you still got that bad astigmatism?" I was like, "What?" I thought I made that up. Didn't. <laughs> it was real life. So this book, I also thought I made up, and nobody else has reaffirmed that it isn't. And also, I don't trust Google because I feel like they make up what's in your brain. Yes. So when I Google, yes! I, Malala, I see what's in my brain, but no one, real life has confirmed. So listeners, if you double trouble Walla Walla. <laughs> Let Tani know. Thank yes. you so Later much. Later on, we'll do the plugs. You can contact her directly, or you can visit her mom. You know exactly where she works. <laughs> <laughs> just, you don't know who you're asking just, for, but just be like, hey, your daughter, she fucked up a little bit? 
Okay, cool. Then I deal with <laughs> What's your trauma? <laughs> <laughs> what if your mom listens to this episode? Um, Would she then, be mad? No. Would she be amused? I no. think so. She knows a lot like more than I'd like for her to know. Um, we won't and, tell her. And like, I'm even if she read it, like, I'd be like, at this point, do you care? <laughs> That's fair. Like, yeah. if there's things that we've talked about that she doesn't know, but do you care? Like, at this point, <laughs> yeah. like... Is that it's really going to It's a little answer? late to be judging. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I'm about to turn 25. Like, really, are you involved? Are you not involved? Okay, shut up. <laughs> she's in... Yeah. Just, <laughs> I she's... Yeah. That. That's um, all you need to know. So, Carrie's going on her book tour. She's decided that she's going to call and hook up with Big while she's in San Francisco. And... Uh, Asked her, I couldn't help but wonder if the episode is, are we the bachelors? And I'm like, just because you happen to be single at the time, I don't think makes you all the bachelors just because you all happen to be single right now. Yeah. But I don't know that that was quite her point. But also, like, being single and, like, down to fuck doesn't also make you a bachelor. Also, like, you don't have to make it a male term to make it okay. Yeah. Like, that's what I felt like when I saw that. I was like... No, you're just a woman who wants to get her dick wet. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Honey, like, that's fine. Go ahead. The the time I'm going to (laughs) interrupt with the male perspective, but I think it benefits the conversation and not just because it's my perspective. Um, All the girls are actually portrayed in a kind of different way where they do feel like a little bachelorette. And this one didn't feel so heavy handed to me because, like, what do we see Miranda do? In the one short time, she's eating beer and eating chips and just laying back on the couch. Yeah, she's just chilling. Kind of... Bachelory. Mm-hmm. And then what does fucking Charlotte do? Charlotte's like, this is the one time I'm going to let go. She fucks at a bachelor pad. Yeah. Zebra skin on the floor rug with mm-hmm. those fucking tacky curtains mm-hmm. and those weird ripoff R. Kelly things that we're listening to. Yeah. And then some... Well, I don't know what Samantha gets. Uh, Samantha doesn't get anything. She doesn't get late. Samantha doesn't. But then She goes off brand. She learns. Which is new for her. Yes. And then Carrie kind of has the things like, oh, I'm going to fuck my ex and not have it meaning any, mean anything. Mm-hmm. And traditionally from we, what we've seen from the show, it's not something that all these people would do. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah. Where like, oh, we're going it, to, it's not like we're using the male term to describe ourselves. It's, oh, let's live in that male term. Are you just let's live the fuck like up. a bachelor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And kind of what that okay. entails. Mm-hmm. All right. Because then Carrie's also like, I'm going to fuck my ex and it's not going to mean anything and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he kind of flips the switch where he's kind of like, no. He's kind of the woman. I want to talk to you. Yeah. I want to talk about my trauma and that. And we'll, we can get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> he sees my face. Um, yeah. And he still does it from a male perspective because he's a man. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's talk about how sorry I am that I affected you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I just want to fuck. Let's not have a conversation. I just want to fuck. And he's like, no, let's talk. And traditionally, me using air quotes again, that's the roles are, the roles are reversed because we would see more of a girl like, let's set the scene. Let's talk. And the guy's yeah. like, no, bitch, let's just fuck. So I think that's kind of what they were going yeah, for, not in terms of owning the Bachelor title <laughs> and saying like, this is the only things male do, but it's if we were in their position, how would we be doing it? Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say. Thanks. No, I, I appreciate later. that perspective because it was like dimmed down my my judginess. Well, not <laughs> judgy, but like no judge. This show deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, like kind of judginess, like at that term, like you don't have to be considered like a boy to or like like a man and like a bachelor to like want to fuck. Mm. Like so, that's like kind of what bugged me. Like you own it, girlfriend. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of what I felt. 
Have you seen Bachelorette starring Kirsten Dunst, Lizzie Kaplan, Isla Fisher, and Rebel Wilson? No, but it's on my list because I love. I it's on. Is it on HBO Kirsten right now? Uh, it's on. Ooh. I'm always gonna. It was on Netflix, but then they took it down. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's where it was. It I was would great. recommend watching it because it's a really cool thing where they live like bachelors, but they're all really shitty people, <laughs> and it lets you know like, oh, this is the women politics of what we're doing, but they're all super shitty, and it's like, oh, if we were bachelors but still feminized. How would we do it? Mm-hmm. And it's a really great commentary. I think I don't live from the woman's perspective, and I don't benefit from it, so I can't really say. But I think it, could, it does a good job saying, like, "Oh, what is a bachelor or bachelorette entail?" It means you're probably a shitty person, not making good choices for yourself, and thinking very selfishly at the expense of everybody else. And that's kind of what this movie does. Okay, is that what we think of bachelors in general? Like, is that the consensus? Because mine is just like a single person f- trying to fuck. Oh, anytime we hear the word bachelor, I don't think good things. I like oh. a specific vision comes into my head, like, like that who kind of we discussed earlier. Yes, when we were on our first break, uh-huh. that's kind of who I think, and it's okay. not a good association. That's good to know. That's probably what everybody else thinks because when I hear bachelor, I just think single male. What do you See, think? When, I mean, my go-to if somebody says bachelor, I think the TV show, <laughs> which is automatically a shitty person. Um, but like the term bachelor used to invoke like uh like 50s like mad men don draper sort of image where it's just like he's in control of his own destiny and like he's a big man on campus kind of thing and then it slowly kind of evolved into like bachelor is only the term you use in order to have a party where you're celebrating how you're not going to have sex with anybody else again, just one person for the rest of your life. Mm. And Mm. it's, I think it's just a weird term in general. And the fact that we still use it in any context, Mm. because I feel like it's no longer relevant to what we do as Mm. humans any longer. But I understand what she means in the context of this show. Like, are we owning our sexuality? Okay. And okay. Maybe that I, th- I think that I hope that that's what she meant. I, she probably it's probably not what she meant, but I'm gonna pretend like well, how she it resonates was, with you is still real, even if that's not what she meant. Yeah, but I feel like that is something that they all struggle with every day, all day, and I think that's something that even now women do struggle with is owning their sexuality because we absolutely like. If I'm friends with somebody and they're like, I just went on a fuck spree, man. Like, I just fucked everything that moves. I would just be like, did you use protection? Good. Then I'm proud of you. Right. And that's it. Like, and I, there's no judgment. But you know that we all have friends that do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can listen to you. Do you want to look at my list? <laughs> right. I mean, like, and we even judge ourselves. Like, you saw me talking about, like, how I don't like to say my body count. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me judging myself. Because, right. like, friends I've had have judged that same number. Mm-hmm. So that totally makes sense. Maybe that is kind of... Okay. That puts in a refresh, refreshing perspective that makes me hate it a lot less. Mm-hmm. And it's also a weird context, too. Especially when talking about body counts. Because some people are like, oh, mine's too high. And some people are like, mine's too low. Well, I know people yeah. that are, like, ashamed that they've only had, like, five. And I'm like, girl, like, Why? Like, yeah, if you're happy, weird. if you need that emotional connection, if you just, like, want it to be special, or even if you just, like, don't believe in one-night stands, like, I don't care. Like, that's great for you. Right. Like, sometimes I, I, I wish that. I was that low. And, like, they were like, no, I wish I had more experience. I'm like, experience isn't relevant. Like, my girlfriend has, like, on paper a lot less number than mm-hmm. I do, but, like, has a lot more experience than I do because mine was straight just, like, 
fucking. Like, it didn't have any experimenting, didn't have any passion, didn't have yeah. any, like, tried new things. It was straight up just, like... Right. It's not the the quantity, it's the quality. Yeah. yeah. Because you can fuck 50 people, mm-hmm. but if they all sucked and just wham-bammed and went about their day, you didn't learn anything about the sexual experience. You didn't learn anything about how to experiment in a safe environment with right. another person. And why isn't that the question? Why isn't it more just like, oh, question. tell us like your cool sex stories because they can say, oh, this one time. Right. And then you just talk about that. Why are people like, oh, what's your number? Right. And then also it's used against women more because if you have yes. too high of a body count, they're like, oh, you're a slut. And if right. you're too little, you're like, oh, you don't. Right, and on right. paper, like, I might have, like, the super high number, but mm-hmm. in times I've actually had sex, like, it could be comparatively pretty low. Like, people that have yeah. had sex with four people had, like, a six-year-long relationship where they were fucking on the rig, where I was like, I have this high number, and I was, like, fucking them once in a while. Yeah, that doesn't, the number doesn't tell a story. Right. It's right. the experience the that tells a story. absolutely tell a story. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, even, like, penetrative sex versus... Oral sex, which I feel is more intimate. Oh, definitely. But that's something that's totally personal to me. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily personable to, like, everybody else. Oh, yeah. Else. You know how many people I'd let stick their dick in me but would not let them put their tongue on me? Like, hell no. That's way too personal. Interesting. Like, you don't get to have me in that way. <gasps> See? And this is, this is one thing that, like, I feel like I'm being a weird straight woman about this. And so I want to ask you, because I'd never get this opportunity, because I don't have enough lesbian friends or bi friends or <laughs> queer friends. Queer friends. Queer, queer friends, female friends. Queer female friends. When it comes to going down on somebody, mm-hmm. and then they try to kiss you, or vice versa, is that inherently a little bit creepy, or is it just like a whatever type of I've thing? I've always thought of it as whatever. Um, like me and my girlfriend both do it. Like when I go down on her, I'll kiss her. And when, well, actually, sometimes like I'll be going down on her, and then she just like wants me to kiss her because she wants to like feel that closeness. So then we do that. I will say it's not as like make out kissing as like it could be before, just because like the breath and the flavors mm. and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you definitely taste and smell like pussy now. Um, but I've never minded it. In a way, I've kind of always kind of liked it. Like I've always kind of like thought it was like a very beautiful experience to like experience yourself and somebody else in that way but also like I again didn't let very many people do that to me like I think there's like a total of one person with a penis that do it and I've slept with like maybe four people with vaginas and like two three of them three got to do that with me and so it was always very it's something that I reserved for people I cared about and like had Mm. sex with repeatedly and not you know the the bang and the bang and dip and so I never thought it was weird to kiss after it (laughs) I never did and like um I know people that do they're like don't kiss me but I also like okay the thing that gets me is like if you you suck a dick and they like come in you they don't want to kiss you after like I remember that had happened to me before Hmm. where like people with penises did not want to like kiss you after the fact they're like no that's like "Mm -mm, there's not a thing but like people with vaginas like never minded and so I always thought that was weird but like I don't know I think it's a beautiful experience to kind of share an almost very intimate moment because that is super intimate. Like oral sex is like way more intimate because there's so many body parts and so much movement and so many like emotions that come up with it that I don't let any, I've never let anybody just do that. So for me, like kissing is part of it. Does it make sense? Yeah. I have like, <laughs> Joe's mind is totally blown right well, now. I just, I have so many ideas. And I'm like, that was not the space because I want to <laughs> hold on to this. Uh-huh. 
I yeah. <laughs> I like personally equate it to like you use the same towel every day, mm-hmm. and you do like wipe your private areas like in that towel. But in your mind, by the next day, that towel has forgotten. Right. I use the same towel and you don't parts. Yeah, yeah, and you don't think about that. Maybe you're wiping your face with where you wiped your butt like yesterday because it's a new day. The towel has forgotten, and it doesn't. Yeah, and the towel has forgotten. You have forgotten. The towel has forgotten. It's a new day. I feel like there is a, a an amount of space within the sexual act that passes where kissing is okay but the mm. right after he's gone down on me I'm like mm, oh, give it a minute no like there'll be times where I'll like pull her up to like make up with me like straight from there like, yeah and like I want to be that person but part of me is like mm, the towel hasn't forgotten yet but it might also <laughs> just be like I'm used to the taste of like pussy so like mine doesn't bother me you know yeah. and that could be a well, and I mean, yeah, mine doesn't bother me Hell but yeah. Maybe it was the person. Let's be real. Maybe That's it was just fair, the person though. where like, I'm just like, mm, and do I, I even like really want to get you to sloppy begin sex. With? Like I like like yeah. I like when they're like eating you like a fucking cake and you're like <laughs> hella like dripping. They come up there and they're like still got your face like your body parts on their face and like it get. I love it. And but also that takes a lot of trust for me to get to. So like the first a lot of times that me and my girlfriend had sex like that wouldn't happen. Like I would. Be like over to mouth out and stuff like that, and then like now it just feels a part of like the trust and the beauty and the you like how I am, like I can like how I am. Yeah, the same thing. Like you know, she'll do the same thing if I go down to her. She like pulls me up to like kiss, and it's it feels very sincere and beautiful and something that I haven't had a lot of experience sharing with somebody. So I think I value it more than other sexual experiences because it is so intimate. You know, yeah. and I could see, like, not liking that with people you don't feel intimate with. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to have a hookup and for some reason I was going to go down on me, I'd be like, you don't get to kiss me. I probably wouldn't kiss them anyway, but you definitely don't get to kiss me after going down there. Like, you can finish your job. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> you aren't done yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. That's, it's always been, like, the weirdest thing in my brain. And there, I've had relationships I mean, like, I've had a whole marriage that was, like, everything. And then I've had, like, certain relationships where it's like, uh-uh, no, he's going to go down on me because I'm getting mine before he gets his. And then there's other relation, not relationships, I guess that's, like, a really broad term that I shouldn't use. Um, encounters. <laughs> where, where, like, we've both talked about it and we have both discussed how we feel like oral sex is reserved for a relationship and because we are not in a relationship at that moment we just have regular sex Mm -hmm. which is so weird like to think about because i am again demisexual so i just go straight for like intimate sex i have been told in casual encounters that my blowjobs are too romantic (laughs) i love what the fuck does that mean it means that um, Are you making too much eye contact? No, because I hate eye contact. I'm like, don't look at me. I'm doing a job down here. Get out. I agree with this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. What's you don't get that. This isn't a performance. Top. This is you. <laughs> no. But yeah, I've been accused of that because. I'm trying to find how a blowjob is even considered that. But. I don't think that I am. Like, we just talked about this, like, sloppiness. Mm. Mm. 
I'm not. Oh, yeah. I'm straight up like, here's I'm, all of my jewels. <laughs> See, whereas I'm like, look what I can do with very little stuff. <laughs> like, I'm... Oh. Yeah, like... But also talent. That is talent. Yeah, let's respect that. Thank you so much. Maybe that's why they're curious. Maybe they're like, oh, I want to see what's going on because, like, the other people are just like yeah. all over it and you're just like you have a technique I want but to also right like now. in porn and stuff you just see like the sloppiness so they yeah. also like expect and, and like masturbate to it so maybe that's like right. what they want but know? I'm like listen I am I am all about like making it fancy as well I'm like, yeah, let's get an Altoid. Let's get an Ice Cube. Let's fuck this up. Like, let's do something fun with the basic blowjob. Paige is going to get the first Michelin star for a (laughs) fucking (laughs) blowjob. Like, let's use mint, but also not drool. Like, that sounds magical. What if you just get an atmosphere as opposed to, like, a swamp? Let's let's try that. Mm. I set a scene. I'm a storyteller. That's why they want to see it. <laughs> like, no, 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 this is an audio drama. Please close your eyes and just get lost. Next time I like, say that you're, like, not sloppy enough, just spit in their face and keep going. Like, that would be hard. Yeah. I would be into That's it. what they want. You're like, here you go. Anytime <laughs> I complain, just spit in my face. Unless I'm at Target, don't spit in my face. I will knock you the fuck out. <laughs> Only in sex, it's okay. Only in sex, it's fine. Maybe. <laughs> Only no, a sex with him in the right I like, mood. Wait, I, think I, I think I spoke too soon. I think you gotta, like, check in with me and be like, hey, is it okay if I spit on you? Like, mm. <laughs> Yes for right now, but in five seconds this could change. Who knows? Can we talk about the 90s episode of somebody getting a zit and it being a big deal? Because... <laughs> oh, my God. Carrie has I'm a I'm straight zit. up picking a zit right now. Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> I No, but this is, like, this was a legit 90s thing where they had to have an episode... Where the zit took over, and it was a big deal. And what I don't understand was why, in the 90s, they didn't get that if you had a zit that was that big, you would just get some Preparation H or some hemorrhoid cream or whatever, and you put it on there. What? Yeah, because it's about the swelling. So you get hemorrhoid cream, you put it on the zit, you go to bed, and you wake up, and it's flat. Excuse me. Where have you been all my life? Shit. I mean, this is me recognizing my privilege. I've never had, like, bad bat skin. Mm -hmm. What we would call bat skin when we get a little bit more acne. Mm -hmm. I think one time in the third grade I had a pimple. And I put a bandit over it because Nelly was in style and I wanted to kind of look cool. And I was like, I can't (laughs) let anyone see this monster on my face. And, like, I took it off because someone, one of my teachers was like, you have to take that off. And I was like, first of all, now looking back at it, I was like, wait. Shut the fuck up. You don't get to tell me what to do. do. And I took it off and no one even saw the fucking pimple, which I would assume Mm -hmm. that everyone would see. And I was like, you're fine. I was like, oh. But it's funny that you said like it was a 90s It was so a 90s thing. Because I think that's what I watched. I was like, oh my God, I have a pimple. I have to cover it up. And I was like, wait, this is fine. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Also, me being a bully back in those days (laughs) was like, everybody else's skin looks worse. Like, I'm fine. And then it also happened the first day I got glasses. Like, oh my God, am I nervous about having glasses? People with glasses get picked on. And then nobody cares. Like, oh, you can see. We're happy for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The 90s set me up to think that my, my life was going to be a lot worse than it was. I think the 90s set all of us up for expectations of things that were never going to occur. Like quicksand. quicksand. Quicksand, you know. <laughs> like quicksand. Never been a problem in my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> and like getting caught on the escalator and your clothes getting... Like, that fucking Rescue 911 episode. Yeah. <laughs> that scared the shit out of 90s me. 90s TV fucked me up, I yeah. think. Yeah. Ruined. More than Gaspar Noe could. But, yeah. So, Carrie 
is a Cosmo girl, but does not know about the preparation age trick. What is wrong with her? This was a time before the little, like, pimple patches that we have now, which... What the fuck is a pimple patch? It's, like, a clear thing that you put over the pimple, and you go to bed, and it supposedly pulls out all of the stuff, and it's fine. The only one that I've used does not work, so... Oh, no. Uh, preparation H, it is. <laughs> For me. <laughs> I just pulled back out my trusty, like... That's the funniest thing is that the only thing that I'm worried about is that somebody's going to go through my medicine cabinet, find this hemorrhoid cream, and think that I have hemorrhoids. And I don't. I just have zits. This is what I've been thinking <laughs> the last three times that I've gone to your bathroom. I was like, oh, Paige is terrible. You're like, Poor thing. Why do you have all of those sore shits? <laughs> someone lets me into their bathroom, I'm like, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I just want to see what they're about. And I'm like, <laughs> seeing what they're about. See, what you need to be is chaotic neutral. Go through and reorganize it. <laughs> no. I want to let you know what I did and then you are powerless to stop me. That's why you organize it. No, so then, then you're like, somebody's easier. been in here. Oh, but this is better. No, I don't want to make... I don't no, want to... I want like, you to sense that dress. Take the hemorrhoid cream and put it on top of the sink handle. So you know... So she you knows know. that you saw it. Or, or you just download were- it and you write a letter on the fucking thing. You're like, fuck you, bitch. If you want to be a really terrible person, you I do. take... The toothpaste. <gasps> Put the hemorrhoid cream in its place and oh, switch that. <laughs> You're evil. She's done Nobody it. She went it. to camp. You can tell she went to camp. I've always wanted to go to she camp. Put, I like no, watching movies. No, you don't, camp. man. Camp sucks. I don't care what anybody tells you. Movies make camp look so fun. It's though. the 90s. <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> the They're 90s. lying to you. I went to camp. I mean, I've gone camping, but I went to <laughs> one camp one time. It could also be, like, the gender difference. I assume it's worse for girls, because girls hate each other. Mm-hmm. As what have been presented by 90s television. <laughs> I stayed in a cabin with 12 boys. It smelled so bad. Well, yeah, they're boys. It smelled so... It wasn't even, like, body. It was, like... They're, like, you know what's funny? What if I just shit my pants right now? And it was wet. And you're, like, we're not this... We're not close. Do not do this. And we had to stay up until 4 in the morning, because boys were talking about all these made-up sex positions... Like, have you ever heard of the Spider-Man? You nod in your face and then slap her. I was like, that's disrespectful. I don't like this. Mm. And it was it was too much. It was a lot. I was the only one there who had brought their stuff in a Kenneth Cole bag, and I got bullied, and I didn't like it. I'm like, sorry you brought your shit in a trash bag. <laughs> I know what the fuck fashion is. And it was for OH camp, and it was for the University of Nevada Arena, and I was like, never again. I'm so sorry. And like, All I wanted to do was down. meet my twin sister, that's all I wanted out of you let me tell that entire tale just to shit on me with that punchline you're incredible I'm mad but game respects game and that was incredible it was like a perfect delivery too like shit all I went through was like the sadness and it was I hate it because she saw it and she was like, Joe's building up this giant fucking story. And the more he builds it up, the better my punchline will be. And she knows who I am and she knows that I was going to keep going. She's a fucking villain. Don't trust her. <laughs> my favorite is still the Elizabeth Warren one, though. That was my favorite one. I don't remember that one because if it was against me, I tended to block it out. It was, you just, you went off on how Elizabeth Warren was your candidate and you were going for it. She Mm -hmm. does this, she does that, she does everything else. And I waited until you had worn herself out and I went, but like, who are you voting for? (laughs) 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 Fuck, that was good. Damn it. I Uh, did block that. Oh, it was so great. 
That's my crowning achievement. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like when people use me against me. Listen, it wasn't. It was just a great opportunity, and I took it. I'm proud of you. All right, what piece out do you fucking carry? So, Big comes to her reading in San Francisco, and she, I hate this so much, she kicks Sam out of the room. Yeah. She tells Samantha, who's taking a bath and is very, like, relaxed and, like, in the moment, that she has to leave. That she has booked her another room. A smaller. A smaller room so that Carrie can get her fuck on. Number one, if Carrie really wanted to fuck big, why didn't they have separate rooms to begin with? Number two, take the smaller room and fuck him there. Do not kick Samantha out. Number three, she's having a bath. What are you doing interrupting her? That's not friendship. I think that's garbage. And that made me angry. I think you're correct. Also, didn't we talk about how she was like in San Francisco where Big lives? Right. He has a place too. Exactly. (laughs) Point number 85. Go back to his place. He lives in a vineyard. Fuck in the vineyard. Embrace it. I'm mad at the word vineyard. I don't think that's how we should say it. Vineyard? Yeah. If you want to say vineyard, spell it that way. <laughs> Why do we you must it? hate the that English is, language. Yeah, that is not how I English do. works. <laughs> and it's it's so weird. Someone pointed this out and they're like, you hate the English language when it's bougie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Yes. Like, what do you have against bougie people? I was like, what do you mean what do I have against bougie people? I hate bougie people. Like, oh, like you hate the rich? the rich of course i hate the rich why are you rich when the rest of us are dying and i just went off on this giant political statement people are dying kim but yes that's me constantly that is me constantly but then like it's a lot of more of the upper privileged or upper higher class Mm -hmm. that for some reason they pronounce things differently that's the vernacular and i'm like this isn't one correct two fair three right (laughs) Fair. In that order. I do also, as my next note, have, does Mr. Big go down on Carrie? Because we were watching the episode. Fuck no! And Tawny was like, brought it up, and I was like, I'm writing it down! Um, but There's I, no way that fucking dude goes down on a bitch. I know Mr. Big does not need to ask for a fact, but I you think... you talk to him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I think he would go down on you as a power play, so like if it's the last night that you're ever gonna hook up... He would go down on you just to show you how good it is mm. and that you're never going to get it again. Yeah. I think he's that bitch. But I think if you're, like, hooking up with him normally, he's not going to go down on you. That's why I think you're correct. Mm, okay, I see your point. I also think that he just, like, sucks. Yes. Correct. He so. is, especially in this episode. He, like, goes through her entire book talking <sighs> about their past relationship. Tell I us can't. Tell us your feelings. Tell oh us your feelings. I can't. <laughs> Listen here, I'm so fucking sick of men finding out that they sucked. Like, it's a big fucking shock that you cheated on me and it hurt. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm so shocked and saddened that I did that to you. He spent 40 minutes of this fucking 40 minute show just talking about, 
I did this to you and I feel bad. Like, I really put you through this? Like, bitch, you know what you're... You're a grown-ass, 50-year-old fucking piece of shit, man. Mm-hmm. White man, rich as fuck, man. Like, you know you treated people like shit. And you're gonna sit here and tell me you're shocked and you're sad? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Are you joking? Like, you're not funny. I'm just trying to get my dick wet. You weren't that great anyway. You're just convenient. Like, I kicked my friend out from a bath so I can just sit here and have you raw me. I know you're not gonna go down on me. Probably not gonna be worth it, but at least I get my fix for the moment like can you do that or are you gonna sit here and be in your fake feelings because i know you don't give a fuck because if you would have i would have had to write a fucking novel about it (laughs) tawny said what those other girls were afraid to put an edm sound behind that that's our first single that we release as a network I have some feelings. I'm sorry, friends. and it beats taylor swift and little nasek on the billboard charts You, you said it. Yeah, you said, you said there, it. There's nothing more to say on that because it is. It's garbage. <laughs> he's garbage. He's a garbage person. I've been waiting for this topic. <laughs> Which he's, I mean, he fully, like, said at the end of the episode. He was just like, yeah, where are you going? You know, like, let's fuck. And you're like, fuck, now? And he's like, yeah, gotta have something for the sequel. I'm like, you know you're trash. Yeah. He knew. You have no problem he being trash. He took pride in the fact that he had this book. And he probably took I'm Mr. Big. Yeah. Mr. Big what? Ego, bitch. Mm-hmm. And he knew what he was going to play it as. He knew it. He saw every move that Carrie was making because Big's not dumb. Mm-hmm. Big is very smart. Big is also just an asshole. And he was like, I'm going to complain to her for all this time because that's what I do. And Carrie will stand by and allow it to happen. And in the morning when she has ulterior motives is when I'm going to say, now I'll give you what you want. Mm-hmm. When you don't want it anymore. Yep. He's such a piece of shit. I hate him. He's terrible. He's a terrible, terrible human. Also, that rant was incredible. Somewhere Christopher <laughs> Daniels is shaking. I love Christopher <laughs> Daniels. is going, I wish I was that bitch. Oh, <laughs> I um, before we close out, Tani, I want you to tell me a story about the time you met Tali Prosy. <laughs> oh, so can I talk about the details of what this event is? Can you not talk to us like we're fucking dumb when you're describing this? <laughs> Can we first say who this person is? <laughs> okay, so I met Tyler Posey once, who is the star of a show called Teen Wolf. Um, he was also the little kid in Made in Manhattan. Oh, who's talking about who? <gasps> like they're done now? He was so cute. I, but that was not for you. That was me trying to get pictures. I'm like, wait, we have to get on pages. We level. have to get to my demographic. <laughs> so she's on the Golden Girls. Weird I went to no. this event called Life is Beautiful. It's a music festival in Vegas. It was like the second year they were open. It was like got years ago but he was there and he was in the vip section i remember well he was in the vip plus section we were in vip because my friend got free tickets to go because her dad worked for the government anyway that's irrelevant but either way we're in this vip section which i just wanted to let you know i wasn't bougie enough to buy (laughs) i was just bougie enough to get so it's not bougie enough to pronounce vibe anymore no it's still vip yeah and so we're walking by and we see him because he takes off, he like, at, at this festival, people wear a lot of bandanas because Vegas is dusty. And so he had the bandana down and my friend, like, hits me. She's like, that's Tyler fucking Posey. And I was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, it is, girl. Like, that's okay. Because I, she was obsessed get with him on the first For me, screen. I was, like, not as obsessed. I couldn't get as <laughs> so obsessed with it. 
And we walked by, and she's like, she's freaking out. I was like, you want me to go say hi? I'll fucking go say hi. And so I was like, Tyler! And then, <laughs> and then she, she's like, hey. <laughs> she like says, hey, she's like, shut up. And so he looks over, and then she didn't want to draw attention to him, because then everybody would freak out, right? So she like points to her eyes, and then goes like, heart, you, like, I love you. And then he goes like, taps his heart, and he's like, I love you too. Aww. And then I was like, can we take like a weird picture with you? And then he like put his bandana back on. So I didn't like shake his hand or like get a picture with him or anything like that. But from far away, we got and an I heart you too. A moment. So, yeah. That's incredible. And that's more important than any picture. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's doing well. Tyler Posey's my one where I was like, I don't think I'm as attracted to him until I saw how gross he was. And I was like, fuck. Mm, gross? Yeah. He's yeah. disgusting. He's a dirty boy. Yeah. Dirty like sexually or dirty like he doesn't shower? Both. Both. Yucky. Yeah. Did I talk to you about this? We were talking with a couple friends and like, what's your type? And I was like, my type is, if it's men, mm-hmm. it's men who took the wrong message from Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> is that not how That's on brand. <laughs> Thank you. Think of everybody that I've ever told you that I was attracted to. Is that not, does that not land there? I fucking can't. Thank so you. Funny. You're a very serious boyfriend. Doesn't land there. He doesn't, but that's why I love him, and that's why I date him. Because he doesn't land there. Don't date someone that you want. Date someone that you need. Ooh. I got both. That's what he's only an asshole! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to fuck with you. I'm sorry. Pork shallot. <laughs> he's the greatest in the he world. Is, he is. Why does he so make so him so sad? Yeah, you're you're super attractive as well as you're, emotionally yes, on point. I love you. If you're listening, I know you are because you support Joe with everything. Yeah, you just shit on his face. No, I was trying to hype up my girlfriend and you made it about your boyfriend. I can't believe you would put two powerful women against each other. <laughs> That's right, not right. feminist. Chalot, I love you. <laughs> Let's go to BJ soon. Yay. What's your type? My type? Mm -hmm. Um, My type is either over six feet tall and really, really funny and not necessarily attractive. (laughs) Um, I liked that. (laughs) Or. Four foot nine. (laughs) Not funny at all. got a dick no. <laughs> <laughs> or like a what do you think skinny... the four foot's for <laughs> stop or a like skinny five nine nerd but <laughs> no not. he's only five seven he's got to be a little bit more built <laughs> you said skinny and still, and still has your your boyfriend still has a little bit growing up. I can't like think of him as a sexual object. I'm so sorry. He's just honestly too young. that's real I can't because do when it. we saw him at the gay club and I was like, damn, Chellen's hot. I felt very weird because he was like dancing and feeling himself, and I was like, what'd you see about the gay club when we went to Splash to see the drag queens when we saw Asha? He was. I like, don't remember any yeah, of this. Yeah, you excuse were fucked. I'll show you some photos because you. Oh were no! Up. Yeah, was it? But, we had the girl bartender. Yes. Oh, I and love he, her. Like, was living his truth and dancing, and he was making this face and fanning himself off, and I was like, "Chillin, you're kinda, you're kinda hot." And I like, I went up to him, and I was like, "Chillin's kinda hot," and you're like, "Bitch, I fucking." He is hot. I know, and I like, saw because I've always thought he was very cute, very conventionally attractive. But that night, I was like, "You're making, you're making me feel a thing." I always yeah. say all the time, I was like, "So Chalon presents himself in a certain way in mm-hmm. front of other people that you're like, okay." And then if he's like kind of cool with you, he's like, "Oh, I'm silly and goofy." Mm. I live with him. 
Yeah. And I get to see, one, how fucking weird he is. <laughs> he is weird. Me, whatever you get, you get on this level, and that's it. That's it. That's There's nothing well, more to it, probably. Right. Yes. Challen is worse than I am. If you can believe that. Worse in what regard? It, not, not, not in a negative context, but he is weirder. He is more sexually disgusting. Oh, he is. Don't he's a, no, I don't want to say that word because that word's offensive to, and it's kind of ableist. <laughs> yeah, don't be um, mean to him. No, 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 not him. It was against Ford's entire community. Okay. Um, he's just. He's that. He's that. Whoever Challen ends up marrying, he's going to be very lucky because Challen's going to give them everything. It's going to be so incredible. <laughs> but he's. Let me tell you. <laughs> he's dirty. Everything that you saw there. Imagine having sex with him. Mm-hmm. He's I did, honestly, for a second. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, I felt very, I was also very, very drunk. That was like, we were buying like double drinks and buying Aja double drinks and shit. Oh, and, I remember because we bought her a drink and you were too nervous and I had to ask. Yes. But we were like, we were feeling it. And I was just sitting there and he was, I don't remember the specific dance line we was doing, but I remember being like, I don't. Challen is the most attractive when he's feeling himself. And, and he then like, was. and like, even sexually. When he is like, I own this, like, I'm going to rock this, that's when I'm like, oh my god, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. You're right. This is yours. Whatever you want, (laughs) however you want it, you can do whatever you want to. That's fine. I love it. That's my boyfriend. (laughs) He's Um, a librarian. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. But also, rounding it out, I do also like guys that are pretty well built but don't actually have to work that hard for it. Because I like, want to gym I do. <laughs> like, oh, you're tall. And also... And you're funny. <laughs> just stop. You're already tall. <laughs> but I'm really trying to just get more into rich guys now. <laughs> Girl, yeah. I mean, I'm also trying to get into rich guys. Let me tell you. Let's all be there. Mm-hmm. That's our spinoff show. <laughs> Who'd you fuck this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been in between. We've Forbes 100? Forbes 100? Forbes 100? Forbes 50? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, Molly Shannon was in this episode. That's all I wanted to say. Yes, for five seconds before she went back to Saturday Night Live. What a better five seconds! She does more than probably Calista Flockhart has done in her entire career. It's just because she's skinny. She can't do a lot. One of my friends, <laughs> who is a lesbian and lives in Halifax, I was gonna say California, um, New Canada. She was like, I feel so bad because every time I look at Harrison Ford, I don't think of his accomplishments. I think, mm, that's Calissa Flockhart's husband. <laughs> and I was like, dude, You're the only I one. wish you would have heard that because you need some humbling. <laughs> I was going to say, like, there's no one else on the planet that could say that. So, like, thank you for, like, giving him that because he needs it. Everybody sees Harrison Absolutely. Ford. They see Harrison Ford. And I love that she dumbed that down in quotes, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, she's this person's husband. That's who he should be. That's my friend Lissy, and I fucking love her. Go read her work on AO3. Where's that? What is that? Uh, archive of our own. She writes a lot of slash fiction. Cool. Do you know what slash fiction is? I assume that it's fiction where people get killed? Nope. It's fiction where two queer characters, even if they're not queer in canon, hook up and just have sex. Oh. But, like, you build the entire story to get them there. Got it. Made popular, I think, by Harry Potter. Or... Back in my days of writing slash fiction between my chemical romance. Mm-hmm. And well, not who you think. <laughs> it was always very gay. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were going for the ones with penises, what were you, what was your type? Oh, God. Oh. 
<laughs> Somebody that would fuck my life up. Let's be real. No, I am mean, like, very physical. physically attracted to like the scrawny emo boy type. Like, <laughs> like think of two thousand nine famous MySpace people. Like, yeah, makes me wet to this day. Like, suicide. Yeah. I'm familiar. And so that was that. I also like. I don't really love talking about my type without because like it sounds very. And I have to recognize this as a white woman can sound very fetishizing, which I don't like to do to people. But I also am ve- very attracted to people of color. And I don't know how to, like, talk about that without sounding like I like you because you have mixed ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I want to do. Yeah. I don't want to make people feel like that or anything like that. I'm just very attracted to people powerful in their own skin. And, like, I think, like, the way that people of color have to, like, walk through this life with a lot of people against them is so beautiful and stuff like that and it's really hard to like express what i mean without sounding like weird about it you know what i mean but like i love i I love women of color specifically my my girlfriend's a beautiful like hispanic woman and i just like every day look at her like as this very powerful beautiful human that just like had a lot of the world stacked up against her and faces it with fearlessness and i respect it in Mm -hmm. such a way that i am also attracted to it but i also just like want the best for people mm-hmm. and so yeah emo boys are like <laughs> you know <laughs> that's i wanted to get deep but i also like i know that coming from a mouth like mine it there's no way to say it and that doesn't sound that way you know well and I, mean? I i think that there's something to be said by that that isn't necessarily having to do with color just people who absolutely know who they are own who they are because there's a lot of people like Very I, will, I yeah i will be one of those people where not so much recently and I'm working on it but there's definitely times when I like people who I feel like I can fix like like they need one or two things before they could be a perfect human and I see the potential in a lot of people and that completely fucks me up but there is also like I like extremes in that sense like I'm I'm I am ready for a strong person to come into my life and people of color that have had to overcome those things and have overcome those things without being beaten down or started going the opposite direction mm-hmm. are amazing people. Like, uh, but I had a mini fling with someone of color, and the reason that it was a mini fling and didn't turn into anything is because I realized he was fetishizing me. <gasps> That happens a lot, too. Like, I've had, like, people, like, male of color, like, fetishize, like, the white girl with the booty and stuff like yeah, that, which like, is real. Yeah. But, like, that, it's also good that you can recognize, like, you being fetishized and also, like, them. Because, like, fetishization of people of color is so real. Asian women and, like, schoolgirl porn and, like, mm-hmm. black women and, like, exotic porn and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. all of these things are very real. And if you can recognize that but also, like, know when it's happening to you is such a big deal because... It is hard in, to, like, know that you're going through that, but to talk about it because it's not your field. So mm-hmm. it's cool that you could, like, recognize that. Well, and there was there was a lot of, like, at the beginning of that relationship where I was like, Ooh, I feel wrong about this, but I don't know what that wrong feeling is. And went to a friend of mine who is a gay black man who is the most beautiful human I've ever met in my life. He's so great. And I was like, I want to ask you this question, and I hope that you do not see this as, like, some dumb white bitch coming to you with this info. Mm -hmm. But please take 
me like being honest with it like this this and this is happening he says that he only dates white women and i don't feel good about that but i don't know why Mm -hmm. and he totally laid it out for me he was like nope because there is an element of black men and he said this not me so i'm not like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like, please don't like tune in right now and think that I'm just saying this of my own volition. But he told me that there is definitely like a subsect of people who like black men who will date white women because that'll be something like they can point out to their friends. Look what I got. Yeah. I got a white woman to be with me. And it means something different than if they were with a black woman mm-hmm. and it's not positive well yeah like the way black men view black women is a whole different issue Oof, yes a whole different two-hour podcast right so, yeah and my and we are not we're the not audience qualified. Qualified. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, that is not my topic to discuss on no, but it is an issue that should be and carrie washington will give you exactly what you need exactly but, yes. but yeah there uh, there's so much with like race and that kind of thing that's just so like rough to deal with but i do agree with you and i think that that's like a positive thing to want to be with someone who is very strong and very confident in who they are that means so so much in trying to become in a relationship with that person yeah because if they are weird about any kind of point about who they are that's going to come up and you can either help them deal with it or they can let that blow up your relationship. Yeah. That exactly. sucks. So I think that is a good trait. You were jotting notes down. Can I ask what your thoughts were? I wrote Tony Roberts. <laughs> you can, that's exactly what that says. <laughs> What's your trauma, Tony Roberts? <laughs> Those were not supposed to be <laughs> ideas, but if it works out the way he wants to, it I don't speak for the Lord, I'm just his messenger. Trauma. Well, if um, you do want people to follow your journey is there any instagram or twitter or anything that yes. you want to plug it's at well this is instagram or twitter tom thor but it's t-a-w-n-a-t-h-0-r because i was oh, edgy back then really mm-hmm. so it's tom thor with a zero nice and you can follow me there's not but you can't find me on facebook what was yeah. the other one where it's, it was a playoff of han solo oh that's my like name but my cat oh. is so it's Tan Solo. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, wait. I think I remember seeing something, but yeah. I can remember. Tan Solo and Tanathar are like my go-tos. And Paige, where can they find you? If they want to find me on Facebook, I have a public page called uh, Paige Clarno Podcaster, etc. That Oof. you can follow. It's got all seven people liking me. Man, it's really racking up there. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me on uh, Twitter, it's at Paige Clarno, um, at Paige in Reno Land on the Instagram. And where can they find you, Joe? You can find me on Twitter, Joe Daniel BB, or you can find me on Instagram, Petty Prince Jr. And it's not spelled Prince like Freddie Prince Jr. It's Prince, like I'm a prince, like a princess, but like, dude. <laughs> Um, Snapchat's going away tomorrow, and where else do I want you to find me? I don't want you to find me anymore until I'm ready for you to find me. Cool. Where can I- they find us? They can find us on Twitter and Instagram at we swear on Chanel, or they can email at us email us at I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. I couldn't help a podcast. And 
Can did you say email already? I think it did. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I like turned into a man all of a sudden and I stopped listening to you. And on that Um, so we will be back next time. So until then, remember... Always wear a condom. condom. (laughs) Bye. It's not stopping. It's not stopping.